0: Welcome back, everybody, to Pop, Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the Elliot nerd, Joel Reeves, and as always, with me is Taylor Zaylan. hey yo! Ah, Episode 42.
1: Is it 42? I thought it was oh, 43. Oh, my God. 43. You're not, you're not, it's not deja vu, people.
0: God damn it. We, <laughs> we we, even, okay. We even checked it before. That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> uh-huh, See, yeah. we're
1: getting a little better at this. I
0: know what I'm doing, I promise. Yeah, we
1: do. We, we got it. We got it.
0: Taylor, roll those sweet smooth jams. Wooka, wooka. okay we're talking about some stuff today uh as always we're mm-hmm. always talking about stuff and things what's the first stuff we're talking about
1: well i figured we'd start with what we've been watching because we both i mean i've been pretty busy you know yeah watching and reviewing and stuff kind of been the
0: theme for the past few episodes right uh yeah. just talking about what we've been watching mm-hmm. or Especially, reading
1: i mean there, there hasn't been like uh, there's been some news but there hasn't been like a crazy amount of news so it's yeah. like you know it's a good. It's a good time to highlight some things. Um, for me, I've been. Uh, th- th- I mean, this this month is a big Blu-ray month, um, in terms of like a lot of major releases are coming out and stuff. I think I'm reviewing six Blu-rays this month, and Woo! I've already done a few of them. And, and one of them in particular is is very special. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But that one's important. But it is. But first, um, I had the chance to review Detective Pikachu. Which we of course talked about on episode like We've thirty a podcast five or something like that. I don't know. It's a, the 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 podcast we did with uh, Blaine. Hold, hold, please. That's fine. I'll, I'll just keep talking. And uh, and this Blu-ray is uh, is pretty awesome. I mean, I episode 36. 36, Dang, Damn, that was one off. Um, yeah, this Blu-ray is pretty awesome. I mean, it's not perfect by any means. The the picture. What's really cool about Detective Pikachu? I don't know if we. I don't remember if we discussed this, but it was actually shot on film on thirty five.
0: Is it a 3D Blu-ray? No, no.
1: It's just a 4K, just a 4K UHD. But what makes it special is the movie was shot on 35mm on film. I did not know and that. And so, yeah, it's really impressive. And so uh, it, that transfer, that video transfer in particular, is really interesting because you don't see a lot of, except for older movies, you don't see a lot of newer movies right. uh, utilize like sort of... Uh, uh, the the texture of the format You know what I mean 35 that is So it's Maybe really it's interesting. because I was
0: watching it in 3D I didn't really get a film vibe Oh did you
1: watch it. it in 3D That's interesting I didn't
0: know that I was going to watch it in 3D and it, it was just... like the day that we had to podcast it. Yeah. I was like Fuck I should probably go watch this And so I went to the TCL Chinese Yeah And I just got the ticket uh, And then I went in And it was like those weird It was like the XD Like the seats that move uh, and shit Oh yeah 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 I think We talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. But it's like Yeah it was uh, I did not have a good time <laughs> The movie was fine, but I hate, yeah. but I hate 3D, yeah, and I hated those fucking seats because I I don't want you to touch me while I'm watching a movie. Yeah, it's
1: like moves. It's like mo- they're like motion seats, yeah, right? It was fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, the the movie pretty much holds up, uh, like the same. It's pretty much I, this. It it holds up the same way I felt, um, when we first watched it and reviewed it. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the movie itself, the the audio is pretty impressive, but the special features for me were a little bit like. Disappointing Considering Special features king over here Considering everybody. how much The Well I love special features And that's one of my favorite Aspects of reviewing these discs But uh But the special features They have like a really cool Detective mode um, which gives you, like, huh. pop-up trivia, and it's kind of like a um, a video commentary track. Like, Rob Letterman, the director, comes in yeah. and talks about certain aspects, and, you know, there's previs, and there's some uh, production, uh, like, uh, B-roll shots and that's stuff cool. like that. So that's fun, but beyond that, like, there's, um, there's maybe, like, 25 minutes of special features, and one of the that's stupidest... It it really is. I mean, it's it's good. It gives a quick overview of like the production and stuff, but it's um you know it it could have been so much more interesting you and so no much Iron, more. It's no Iron Man. It's no Iron Man. Which ironically, I am actually it? reviewing that oh, tomorrow. Hilarious. So by the time you guys hear this, you can check out my Iron Man Blu-ray review, which will probably be up.
0: <laughs> when Taylor and I lived together, he was watching the Iron Man Blu-ray mm-hmm. special features like yep. every fucking day of his oh, life.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best, in my opinion. I mean, there's some great making of documentaries out there, um, but that's one of the best modern ones because that one is so special because you you really get to witness the birth of the MCU. You know what I mean? The fact that the fact that that's documented on video like is kind of amazing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: we didn't really know how important that would be back then, though. When you
1: were 100%, yeah. <laughs> dude. And I think that's why it's still fascinating watching I, Like, I'll return to that documentary like once a year at least. You know this. Once a year? Yeah. I mean, I don't watch it as much as I used to. Because oh, okay. I, I actually have to work to do other I things now.
0: I name-dropped that documentary in my best man speech at your wedding. In, that's indeed, how much you watched it. <laughs> indeed. Indeed.
1: So, yeah, the, the special features are, are lacking. But overall, this disc is pretty cool. I would recommend it, um, especially if you're a huge Pokemon fan or a yeah. fan of the movie. Uh so after that I had a chance to uh review Batman Hush which just came out. Yes it did. Yep and this is of course the the long awaited animated adaptation of the, the classic I would
0: say the most anticipated as well.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I mean people have been clamoring for uh, it's based on the this book of the same name yeah. for those of you that don't know it's a classic story uh which was of course um drawn by the legendary Jim Lee his artwork in this in this book is just it like it's yeah. it's legendary it's the only way to put it. Um and so people have been clamoring for this movie for a long time and we finally had, got it.
0: I so after Killing Joke came out, I had a yeah. a, a a short discussion with uh, Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. um, at, at uh, Los Angeles Comic Con with Con TV. Yeah, I don't remember 18, something like sure. that. Yeah, seventeen or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, hey man, you keep saying that like every new animated movie is your last, and I was like, but like what would what would make you come back and play Batman again? And his answer was. Hush. But the the funny like, part if, is is if that we...
1: Kevin Conroy is not even in the movie. He's not? No, it's Jason Omara voicing He's not Batman? No, he's it's Jason Omara. What the fuck? It's the <laughs> it's a literal what the fuck moment. No, it's the new DC acting continuity. So it's like all the people they've, they shit. they've created like with the animated movies like a new continuity in the past 5 years I'm where furious. I mean everything in the animated universe is continuity but they've started using new and different actors. So Jason Omara is um is Batman you have like for instance Rain Wilson reprises his role as as Lex Luthor. Dude, Kevin uh, Conroy
0: told me he wanted to do this movie. I know.
1: And so That's the fact that up. it's it's yeah, it's it's pretty wild and um you know so it's obviously one of the one of the the greatest modern Batman stories that's been put on in in print. But you were and, saying that the movie itself was and lackluster. the movie itself was 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 a big big disappointment for me. I was that's because Kevin Conroy's not in. I, I mean, that's probably <laughs> one of the reasons. The, the voice cast was the least of the movie's problems. It's I, I think I told you when when I was texting you it's. For me, it really comes down to the to the dark Phoenix syndrome, yeah. where it's like this story is so large and overarching I mean in the book it's a year long story where he's right. following hush, you know what I mean, and trying to uncover this this sort of like web of conspiracy and the movie at a hundred and or uh, I think it's like eighty minutes an hour and twenty minutes um it, it just doesn't have enough time to really capture what make what made the book so special. Yeah. And so the movie really just focuses on the Batman Catwoman relationship and all the stuff with Hush is literally pushed to the back. The biggest problem though is that oh. they change the fucking twist. They change who Hush is, and I won't say who it is, but it's really, really stupid and it doesn't make sense. Didn't
0: they learn their lesson from Killing Joke? They fought, They 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 changed a lot of shit in that too, and they got yeah. a lot of backlash from the fans. And they were like, you know what? Changing things seems to be working for us. Let's go back yeah. and do that again. And
1: well, the problem is, is that like, um, is that Idiots. they're they're trying to conform it to this continuity. So there's certain things that they want. Like for instance, the book starts with Batman taking down Killer Croc, right? In in the movie, it's not Killer Croc; it's Bane. And it's, like, why – so, apparently, the such reason a, why they did a, that
0: – Such a trivial change. No, it
1: is, but it also speaks to the reason why they did it, which is, like, oh, they they were basically, like, oh, we used Killer Croc in another Batman movie before a couple of years back, so we're going to change it just for the sake of, like, keeping it fresh. And it's, right. like, I get that, but at the same time, you do that enough, and you're going to change the core of what the story is. And I yeah. think that's really what, like, speaks to what they did Wow. Um, in this movie, and so it was, it was definitely a disappointment. I think it's, I, I rated it a two, two uh, two and a half out of five, which isn't terrible. Sounds, there's sounds some, pretty generous there's, from how you were talking about is. it. There is. I mean, there's some good stuff. I mean, there's some really good stuff, and it captures a lot of the moments from the book, you know, with all the various rogues and stuff yeah. like that. Obviously, Superman appears and all that stuff, but, you know, when you really th- think back and look at it, it's really, um, a lot of it kind of doesn't make sense. It feels rushed, and, you know, uh, the sort of rushed <laughs> and you know there's also like for instance damien appears in the movie and he only appears because he's in the animated universe like so damien wasn't even created when the book came out yeah. so it's just like yeah. what the fuck
0: damien came out during that uh frank quietly grant morrison run if i yes so it was a 2006 a uh man. what was it batman son and robin i think yeah or, or son of son batman, of batman, batman one of, yeah. yeah
1: one of the two i know they made the movie son of batman and that's where he um i believe ease, okay
0: i'm sorry ease the uh the weed delivery service mm-hmm. has sent me three unsolicited texts in Ten minutes,
1: dude. Tell him what up, man. Tell him to fucking tell him to like, bring a the party fuck? to us.
0: Stop fucking texting me. <laughs> dude, that is kind of weird. That it's, it's super like... super weird. Um, I don't. I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast. But speaking of Kevin Conroy, yeah, um, he's gonna get to play a live-action Batman. Yes, yes, in, yes, yes. Uh, in Batgirl or Batwoman? No, no. It's in um. I'm not a huge DC fan. It's so the new I don't. Batwoman show. No, no, no. It's not. No, it's not. It's the giant. It's the giant crossover event. Yeah,
1: which is Crisis on Infinite Crisis Earth. Crisis on Infinite but Earth. But it's going to be through Batwoman, and right, Batwoman right, right, right. is a part of Crisis. So yes. right.
0: I'm saying, but I don't think he's in the show. I just think he's a part of. That. Yeah,
1: it's like a, it's like a guest spot. But yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the in is Batwoman gotcha, to gotcha, that gotcha, Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. in that show basically. So the pi- they did a backdoor pilot in the last episode. Yeah, uh, the last crossover, which I believe was. Um, it's not crisis but it was uh oh fuck I can't remember now Legends of Tomorrow? No no it was a, it was the big crossover event uh, for last uh, year people were probably screaming at their mics uh, phones oh, is devices right Oh the one right for now. the
0: flash the um yeah. flashpoint
1: no, they did Flashpoint way back, okay. but um, it was another thing like Crisis where it's a big all the shows come together. Everybody and all can that see stuff. how much I pay attention to DC, yeah. and and basically what happens is they go to Gotham City and and Bruce Batman has been gone for years. They nobody yeah. knows where he's at, so it's the older version of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people have actually been. It's funny because the the. 20th anniversary of Batman Beyond, beyond yeah. is this year and people are saying oh maybe could this be a backdoor pilot to a Batman Beyond series because it I mean every, people have Kevin clamored
0: on playing old Bruce would be just I
1: mean he is but in a Batman Beyond exactly. show would be amazing. oh my god yeah.
0: dude that would be amazing yep. yeah it's so like I haven't watched any of those shows but fucking catch me on my couch watching Crisis of incident of infinite earths. Yeah, you're going to have to I watch see some fucking Kevin You're going to have man. to
1: watch an episode of each show
0: to make that happen. I know, but <laughs> I'll do anything for Kevin Conroy. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. He and is forever my Batman. 100%. And it's funny because I just wrote an article celebrating the the um the anniversary of Batman Beyond and and Kevin Conroy is just such a joy man. i threw he's a couple interviews in there that were just like he's just having I the best time, met- man. just having the best i read an
0: article about uh, at san diego Mm comic-con for hall h he was leaving the stage Mm -hmm. during a panel and you know they have handlers you're not supposed to talk to people Of course. and he was quoted saying like i could see this fan and i just felt like he needed to talk to me yeah and he said he walked over there and the kid was deaf but he wasn't born deaf yeah and some of his last memories of hearing were batman the animated series And the kid was telling him that every time he hears a voice now, he hears Kevin Conroy's voice. Dude, that's amazing, man. And so Kevin, like, gave him a hug. That's so cool, dude. And, they talked. That's so cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, Kevin Conroy is the fucking most down to earth dude I've ever met. Yeah. And that fucking proves it.
1: He's just happy to be, like, in the position he's in. You know what I mean? It's funny because he's like, people are asking me about, like... Uh, like, what I did 20 years ago, and he's like, how the fuck am I supposed to remember that? Like, I don't even <laughs> remember half the stuff. He's like, remember when you did this? And he's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> it's pretty great, though. Oh, he's such a chill. What's freak. funny, dude, is that, uh, it, speaking of live action Batman Beyond candidates, Kevin Conroy looks older than Michael Keaton, but he's actually younger than Michael Keaton. Like, I think Kevin Conroy's is still he, in his late 50s. Is he younger than Michael Keaton? He's younger than Michael Keaton, but Michael wow. Keaton's going with the gray fox look, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, wow. and Kevin Conroy still has his hair, so. There's
0: that. Kevin Conroy does have a beautiful head of hair.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Indeed. was that all you?
1: Were? Uh, oh no! So uh, we have obviously the main event. Which so okay. First of all, the I main would event say of the Blu-ray reviews. Yeah. Well, no, I, that, I'm talking about the big one um, after this. So Batman Hush definitely um the blu-ray is 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 pretty good quality the audio on the video is good solid but i would say if you're going to buy this proceed with caution of course i had to buy it because everything batman related i have to own it's for some it's apparent reason so i i purchased it but i would definitely say either rent it first or proceed with caution if you're going to blind buy it. so with that said the main attraction of course is avengers endgame
0: i don't know i think the blu-ray of I think avengers Endgame. Did we already drop this we news we on the we podcast? did drop the
1: news, okay. but um I believe it was with Lauren that we dropped it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. because we talked about it on the because uh, oh, they did it at the Russo brothers panel. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so finally got the the Blu-ray, which is cool. Finally got to hold it in my hand, and it sort of became a little bit more real.
0: I'm getting mine tomorrow because that's when it comes out.
1: There you go, and uh. And I also, for instance, earlier this week went to Best Buy and found my fucking quote on the standee at Best Buy, which was pretty (laughs) wild because that's like, you know, um, I I go to Best Buy for pretty much all my movies. So, you know, going there and actually seeing my name after 10 years of seeing other people's names is very, very interesting. Uh, But in terms of the Blu-ray itself, you know, I'm obviously a little biased here, but I have to say this is one of the better releases that Disney's put out. Um, and especially in terms of the technical elements, I mean the 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 picture. Uh, they actually shot this movie in six point five K. But they've mastered it in 2K, so it's not like a full 4K image. Did they master it in 4K? No, they, even for theatrical, they re, they huh. mastered it in, in 2K. Interesting. And but the thing is, is with the extra negative space, like it makes up for that. So even though it's not a true 4K transfer, it's actually like a really, really excellent, crisp image in this Taylor, movie. Taylor, is it going to
0: look good on my 4K television? It's going
1: to look beautiful. Okay. It looks. I mean, if especially if you have the um, HDR capabilities, which the Blu-ray has I HDR actually, yeah. HDR 10. But the digital version actually has Dolby Vision, which is I have um, Dolby Vision exactly. So, dude, the Blu-ray is gonna look freaking excellent on your TV. Okay. And then the sound, um, you get an outmo an Atmos soundtrack with it, ah. which is which is dope. Like it's.
0: I guess I'll need to set up my little side it's, speakers. It's then, a huh?
1: super ballsy track, dude. Like normally I'm I'm pretty harsh on on sound, and like this this track is like really good, dude. I rated the the, the audio on this disc a five out of five. So yeah, exactly.
0: I've got my little surround sound speakers. I've just never set them up. Why not, dude? Just I want them stands for up. them because look, if just I put them, really no, but if I put them on my wall sideways, like I mean, okay, so on that side, no one can see what we're talking about. Yeah, that side is fine. This side, I have to have a stand. I can't dude, put it just out. Put it,
1: just put it behind your. Just literally, dude, just put it behind your couch right there, right behind the pillow, dude. You'll still get the sound.
0: Yeah, it's easy, dude. but I want them to face me. Of you course. Know what I mean? but that's right. better than nothing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no no one no one can see what we're talking yeah,
1: about. Yeah, we have we have speakers and we're pointing all over to all over the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so 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 uh, the the technical stuff on this disc is it di- on, this dick. on this disc. <laughs> awesome. On this disc is <laughs> pretty On this disc is is pretty good. Surprisingly the special features are I was very impressed by the special features. There's a little bit over 45 minutes of material, video material. But it's surprisingly nostalgic and surprisingly sweet. Like, there's not a whole lot on the making of the movie, but there's a featurette that, like, looks back on Cap's journey, looks back on Iron Man's journey, looks back on Black Widow's journey. So there's some really good stuff in there. And I would say that the commentary track for this is an absolute must if you're a fan of these movies or if you're interested in, uh, like, sort of how uh, the movie came together. You know what I mean? What I would
0: like to see is, and I know you weren't at the Hall H panel, but what I would love to see is if they have um the infinity saga like recap video that they showed at Hall H
1: that'd be that'd be really cool but unfortunately that's not on there oh, okay um that would be really nice i'm sure there's going to be a uh, like a box set that comes out with the whole infinity oh, saga I'm like a, it's going i'm going to buy the shit out of it and it's going to have all the special features it's going to have extra i don't remember the last scenes. time i
0: bought like a dvd or a set but yeah. like i'm buying infinity war tomorrow Or I'm sorry, Infinity War. Buying Endgame tomorrow and catch me buying that Infinity Saga box set for five hundred dollars or whatever the fuck it'll be, dude. I
1: want that. You know that briefcase box set they have for Phase One. I still want to own that, even though I own like three copies of all all the Phase One movies for some reason. (laughs) But uh, but yeah. So so the special features were pretty impressive. The commentary track is definitely recommended. Um, And then of course the movie is is still outstanding and holds up really well. And
0: oh, I watched that. I've watched a pirated version of that final battle like four <laughs> times this week. Like, yep. I tear up every single time Cap says "Avengers Assemble." It's, it's I know not only it's coming, that, and I still I know, tear it's, up.
1: It's that, but it's the little moments too. Like, like I say in my Blu ray review, which you guys of course can find at superherohype.com dot com at this very moment. Um, definitely check it out. Retweet, share I feel like. You you know definitely uh, want to promote this one for me, guys. Um, if for anybody, if this for anybody, man for me, next
0: to me who has been here since the beginning, totally.
1: And uh, you know, of course, it's just—it's uh, it's the little moments in Avengers Endgame that really still get me. You the know, tweet you sent me of the like Spider Man, Spider Man, Man's hand, fucking that, or like Rocket riding War Machine, riding War Machines back into battle in that yeah, big yeah. wide shot. You know, like uh uh Hello, Peter Peter, hey Ghetto Bird. Uh, Peter getting kicked in the balls by Gamora. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that, those little moments all throughout that, that end battle are really the, the bread and butter of that movie. One of my
0: biggest gripes was like, what the fuck is Spider-Man swinging on in this battle? And we, mm-hmm. and I've thought about it for so long. And you sent me that video and he's yeah. swinging off of giant man. Yeah. And I'm like, and then, like, oh my for God, instance, makes sense. There's
1: th- those images are so dense. Like, there's, you know, when Black Panther first starts to take the gauntlet and he starts yeah. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the background, you see Giant Man throwing, pushing a Leviathan, you know, those big, yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. huge Leviathan through a, a portal, like one of Doctor Strange's, like, oh, that's badass. Uh, fucking sling ring portals. Yeah. And it's just stuff like that. Like, you would never notice that watching it the first time because the images gotta are watch so five dense. More times. Exactly. And, you know, uh, uh Captain Marvel meeting Peter for the first time. Yeah. Hey, hey Peter Pete. Parker. Yeah. Exactly. Like uh um you know uh Spider-Man swinging off near carrying the gauntlet. Oh, like dude, still so it's cool. like the, the, the there's a multitude hey of, of moments that are amazing in in this final battle and um so you know I I definitely think the blu ray is worth checking out regardless of my my uh, bias towards things i probably would have freaking gave this a rave review regardless if i was on the packaging (laughs) but since i'm on it i'll give it even a better review um so yeah that that's uh what i've been watching mostly and then one more thing i wanted to touch on uh that i that i said i was going to start watching last week and i finally watched it is what is it fleabag finally started watching fleabag and it is fucking amazing phoebe waller bridge is her writing and her 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 delivery and her acting is just so perfect in that show.
0: I okay, I hate I hate sounding so elitist, but like there was such a long gap between season 1 and season 2, and then when season 2 came out and everyone was like, "Oh my god, have you heard of the show called Fleabag?" and yeah. I was like, "Dude, I've been watching fucking Fleabag." Like, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, like, where have you been? Season yeah. 1 was like one of my I got into this really heavy kick of UK comedies. I watched like yep. fresh meat, uh, mm-hmm. the inbetweeners, mm-hmm. um there's a one called Crashing, yeah. not to be confused with the Pete Holmes show on HBO. Yep. And then through that Phoebe Waller-Bridge was in Crashing. So mm-hmm. then I was like, "Oh, who's who's this chick? She's hilarious. Found Fleabag." And so like, yeah, I have I have been on the Fleabag train. Since it left the station, and I'm Absolutely. so glad now I'm seeing billboards for it outside in Hollywood mm-hmm. for Emmy nominations for oh, season yeah. two. Yep, so excited that she's yep. finally—I mean—and not even just for this show. She was in fucking Han Solo.
1: Absolutely, like, that was my introduction yeah, to Phoebe Waller-Bridge's so L2.
0: Getting the she's getting the traction and like the fame that she deserves. I love, she's doing uh, Killing Eve. By the way, I love how reviews. you called
1: it Han Solo and not Solo, a Star Wars story. I don't want to <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I basically burned through the first season in like. A, a day or it's a day short, and a half it's yeah. only six episodes but i was like boom boom if boom boom if you like boom. that
0: watch catastrophe catastrophe I've it's heard also of that. it's also on amazon prime okay. it's about an american who uh has a one night stand with an irish woman in london and she gets pregnant and he moves to the uk to like Ooh, raise the baby with that her. sounds like your kind of show Jill. Bre- <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you mean my you mean my fantasy yeah <laughs> i'm gonna tell you like seriously yeah <laughs> no, no. the show is really really good despite if that's what I want to do with my life, or not?
1: Oh, I'm still cracking up. That's that's amazing, dude. It no, that sounds really cool. Well, uh, what was it called again? You told uh, catastrophe. Catastrophe. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've heard of that, but I didn't know the premise. It um, show's really good. Yeah, man. So I definitely recommend Fleabag. I still have to make my way through season two. I think I've made the, watch the first episode, or maybe the first two episodes but again it's super short excellent. so you could yep.
0: theoretically watch the entire series in like two days even a day dude one day if you're really like dedicated like literally
1: three is. hours of content that's all it is yeah, that's yeah. avengers at the length of avengers endgame
0: <laughs> watch avengers endgame and then watch two seasons of fleabag in one day you'll be Boom. fine done that'll
1: be uh that'll be traumatizing what you need to do is you need to you need to watch Infinity War, then two seasons of Fleabag, then close then it out Endgame. with Endgame, so you have a little happiness in your yeah, life at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Speaking of which, just real quick, one more thing on Avengers Endgame. Like you were saying, I, I fucking watched that movie, man, and the ending where 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 Cap gets his happy ending. That's all I'll say. It still makes me fucking cry, man. I teared up like watching it the first time in at home when I popped in the blue. I was just like, dude, it's so
0: good, man. It's good, but there are so many comedy videos and like theories about like Cap's gonna have to go like after having all this technology in his life, Cap has to be like I have to read the newspaper to get the weather.
1: I think he kind of wants that though. Like he's no, all he about that old-fashioned sure. life. You but know the at adjustment, some
0: point, yeah, at some point it's going to be subconscious. Like yeah. oh, I can't just fucking yeah. He'll just check go. He'll
1: just, he'll just go to the future, check the weather, then come back. <laughs> Nobody will be still, the wiser, dude. You think he still has that capability? He probably does. I mean, he he was able to make it back, right? You can't go out, go into oh, the quantum sh- realm and not come back without the tech. So when he's sitting on that bench, he's—I don't
0: think he came back. I think, oh, you he, think he just lived I think out. he just walked there and like sat down. Oh, so
1: like he snuck, like lived his life out. And yeah, then he snuck lived in. his life out and Sorry, then, and and totally then sat film. down <laughs> on that bench
0: and waited for that moment to happen. Yeah, that okay, that makes sense. That makes sense because he would have come so through the portal, which they didn't see him come true. through the portal.
1: He—that's—that's w- that's absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so he so he's absolutely
0: like, just lived like sixty he's years. He's Like in fuck
1: it. this time watch device thing that Tony made. All right. Um so that's basically what I've been watching. Joel, what have you uh, been watching or reading?
0: Taylor's doing a what he's been watching. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I've been reading recently cuz I really haven't been watching anything. Mm-hmm. I completed Euphoria, but I feel like I've talked about that show too much on the podcast. Well, did you The did, season finale happened. It was good.
1: Did it deliver the on end. expectations? It did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There we go. It was good. Yeah. End of story. Check it out.
0: Yeah. Um I've been reading uh so Jonathan Hickman one of the most prolific writers of comic books in our lifetime, has convinced Marvel to cancel every single X title that they have had. And uh, he's writing two books called House of X and Powers of X. And it completely rewrites everything you know about the X-Men. It is fucking
1: bonkers dude so uh, before you continue how does it completely like uh, rewrite everything in in what context does it rewrite everything you know about X-Men
0: I don't think I can say that without spoiling it okay so does it there are characters that are um,
1: does it change continuity Yes. Does it change? It, it like, changes
0: continuity. It borrows from old continuity and it okay. creates new continuity.
1: Got you. So it's like amalgamation of like old Absolutely, plus some new yeah. stuff mixed in there. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So
0: you know Professor X's lover Moira McTaggart. We've heard about her at the end of X three. Yeah. Boo. Um, she's been around. She was in what first class, right? First class and apocalypse. Yeah. So like she's and been X3, a character. Her favorite movie. I, yeah. She's been around. Post credit um, scene, guys. She. Is used in this new series way heavier than she's ever been used in anything, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of buying it. Like it's just an ancillary character that's like kind of the most important part of the series right now, and it's working for me. Um, I will say that uh, Professor X kind of creates a mutant uh, savior island Krakoa, which is a thing in regular continuity mm-hmm. but it's used much differently here okay. and it's used on the offensive not necessarily like as a shurer yeah. yeah it's uh again i can't say much without spoiling but if anything listen to this is that i haven't read a marvel cape book in 5 years maybe mm, longer yeah. i've been reading image i've been reading boom i've been reading other things i haven't been reading marvel I'm back on buying Marvel books, and that's saying something. If anything, just pick up House of X One and Powers of X One. They've got two issues out each right now, but just read the first issue of both, and you're gonna be
1: hooked. If people had to choose between one, and they were only interested in reading one, which would you recommend?
0: Tie in together.
1: Which would you recommend? House of X. Okay. House of X one. Like as an
0: introduction, because maybe if yeah. they read it, they'll be like, oh I have well, to read this. But... House of X One was the first one that came out. Okay, so there you go. Read yeah. that one okay. first. Then Powers of X came out next. Yeah. Um House of X is really good. The end of it, like man, I can't spoil it, but no, there's no, just, no, just no, a really good don't. Magneto moment. Um and it's just super dope. And then Powers of X, they do this weird timeline thing. Does that happen yeah. to be that moment? <laughs> no, no, but isn't that fucking bad? Yeah, Magneto looks um, I love the redesigns, man. The, yeah.
1: the art in this is 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 Pretty awesome, I have to say. I'm looking at the book right now. That for, yeah. Obviously, the I'll just say that they see. give
0: they give Moira a mutant ability. Yeah, and it's a really fucking cool one. Okay, and
1: so it makes him a little bit more of an equal with Professor X type deal, or she, is yeah, yeah. Um oh, sorry, makes her an equal.
0: It yes, but it also she is, I would say, the catalyst behind every X-Men continuity that we've gotten so far. Yeah. And now this is a new, this is a new continuity I think created because of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. It's just, it's just fucking bonkers. I'm digging I it, man. Didn't this think is, I was on board, but I'm fucking is, on board.
1: This is definitely like a different like approach, both from what you're telling me story-wise, but also stylistically looking at the art. Like is that powers some, of X one right there. Uh, yeah, this is okay. one. Yeah.
0: So in powers of X one, I guess this isn't a spoiler because so I think it's like the first couple pages. Yeah. Um, they show um, they show the mutant race. Uh, at the creation, mm-hmm. this show the mutant race ten years in, yeah, a hundred years in, and a thousand years in. Okay, which is just that's cool. It's just fucking insane to me. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to chew on and it's only going to be six issues of each book so that's just limited run six it's a limited issues? Run. oh that's really cool i dig that yeah so what are they
1: going to do they canceled all their books though what are they going to do after that
0: they're gonna then have a staple series after this got you so this based is kind on of the new continuity this is
1: basically establishing the new okay exactly yeah yeah so they're
0: pulling a um
1: a rebirth essentially dc rebirth with
0: yeah i mean they've rebooted the x-men books like four times in the last like God, I don't know, five years? Totally. That's probably not true, but they rebooted like it a lot. Well,
1: that's what Rebirth was about, was like, okay, yeah. we've reverted this so much, people miss the old continuity, we're going to take the best of both and like yeah. create a new thing.
0: So having having Jonathan Hickman be the one to rebirth the X-Men, I think, is a really yeah solid idea. Definitely. And he's a weird choice because of the style that he writes, but so far it's working. He really likes his dystopian sci-fi, and uh, so far I'm on board. Yeah, I've said that like eight times. So Fuck yeah, man. If I I don't know if you guys have gotten my opinion on this so far, but I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, no, that's cool, dude. I want to check it out now, man. I'm I'm I
1: definitely take your yeah. It's especially cool. like you said, since you, you you're back reading Marvel books yeah. again, like that's a
0: huge I'm like a, uh. I'm a huge Marvel fan, boy, but the comic books turned me off for a very long time. Yeah. Because you couldn't go three or four months without a giant crossover event, yeah. Or if you didn't buy all the books, like you had no idea what the fuck or was fucking happening. Fucking whatever, original yeah. sin and fucking yeah. like just there were so many like oh another 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 another. There was like mm-hmm. DJ Coward was writing the fucking fucking Marvel universe dude. That's um, funny. And so, but I'm back on board now. I picked up a, like a Spidey book as well. I'm get I'm I'm getting my toes wet mm-hmm. now that The Walking Dead is over. Now that Paper Girls has had it la- its like last issue, mm-hmm. Outcast is ending soon. I got a lot of room in You're my like, pull yeah, list. Yeah, I got some room now, yep. so I'll Free be a little space. yeah, I'll be filling it with maybe maybe some Marvel books. Donny Cates, one of the gnarliest fucking comic book writers of all time, is writing a Carnage book right now. Mm, so isn't I, it my, maximum check, Carnage or absolute, uh, carnage, absolute carnage? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so I might check that out just because yep. I like Donny Cates. His Rednecks series is. <laughs> fucking brutal, yeah, um, so yeah, I, yeah, dude. I've heard good I'm things about
1: that. Yep, I want to check that out. I might they're actually doing that a, a new Venom animated movie. I think. Oh, really? Maybe it's an animated. I'm not sure if it's an animated movie or a book, but they're promoting it at D23, so I'm hoping to check that out. Yeah, that's rad. Um,
0: um, and God, okay. Here's here's another thing I haven't read yet, but I but, but I picked it up. Don't tell anybody, as I'm t- telling everybody on the podcast. Don't tell anybody, but I picked up a DC book. <sighs> don't tell anybody. Ooh. Don't tell anybody. Which book was it? Um, look, my boy Coy, on Collider Heroes, and Amy were talking about this book called uh, "The Last Night on Earth." Uh-huh. Um, or is that what it's called? I don't know because I don't ever read fucking DC titles. Dude, you're such ever. A hardcore DC near Joel. Fucking hate you. Don't tell <laughs> anybody. Uh, yeah, it's called "The Last." Yeah, "The, the Last Night on Earth." Uh-huh. Apparently. Bruce Wayne wakes up in a in in an insane asylum. Yeah. And he was never Batman. But mm. all of the people in Arkham. Oh yeah, he wakes up in Arkham. Yeah, not just course. in, in yeah, yeah. just not in, in insane. I mean, asylum. that is the insane yeah, yeah. asylum. And all of the orderlies and all the people working in the hospital look kind of similar. They look kinda like the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Um, and he goes on a mission, he like breaks out. I haven't finished it yet, but he's like it's a, when I just heard the premise I was like all right I feel like I have to read that
1: I need to check that out too because you know me I'm a you a you absolutely need I, to I I do so I don't really buy comic books but any Batman comics that are like I've been slowly building my Batman like collection of yeah, books yeah. so anything again anything Batman related I feel compelled to fucking buy yeah. so
0: <laughs> well so this one's pretty decent so far Dude I'm going to
1: have to check that out I might need to actually just go get it.
0: I haven't read a Batman book since the court of owls.
1: Uh, okay. and I only read the court of owls because yeah.
0: Scott Snyder is a great writer. Of course, Apparently the yeah. court of owls was it's, supposed to be prolific, dude, which it was. Court of owls was yeah. amazing. Um,
1: that whole run, that whole new. But also, don't tell anybody
0: that I read that either. I don't want. No, that's fine. I don't want people knowing that I read DC books.
1: It's okay. Batman. Batman is the exception. Like he if is. you're if it's, you're like reading Flash books and Green, like
0: <laughs> fucking Green Lantern. Yeah. Books.
1: Like, come on, dude. That would be. I would be like Joel. That's a step too far. But Batman. <laughs> Batman is okay because I'm a hardcore Batman nerd. Not saying I don't, you guys
0: can't be DC fans. He was like, if I was to be reading a Green Lantern book, there would be problems. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people can read what they're interested. in yeah. they Should. But for Joel. It's a different story.
0: Put put me into rehab if I start reading <laughs> other DC titles. I've gone. I've i to gone too far. To
1: After to, you get that Suicide Squad tattoo, you're gonna have to go to rehab. It's not gonna happen, man. <laughs> you better leave space on your leg there, man.
0: I know. I just got a new tattoo. I, I know. Um, <laughs> right next to the fish. Right next to the fish. Uh, what else have I been reading, man? I uh, Paper Girls just ended. As I said, it was mm-hmm. a it was a really cute uh, final issue. I love Brian K. Vaughn and everything he writes. I've had I have a problem with Brian K. Vaughan final issues. I've found yeah. he can write a ninety nine point nine 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 percent perfect book, and then the final issue just doesn't grab me. Same with Why the Last Man.
1: See the Damon Lindelof of, of comic book it's writers. It's funny
0: that you say that because he because the reason I don't like the ending of Why the Last Man is because he went to work on Lost. Oh no Damon shit! That's Lindelof. really funny. <laughs> I forgot Brian K. Vaughan wrote on that yeah, show. Oh so my God. he went to Lost, and That's then funny. the final couple issues of Why the Last Man took so long to fucking came out. And then the ending was like more of like an epilogue than like a final issue, and I'm like, the yeah. fuck, that's exactly what happens with Paper Girls. Kind of The like it's more of an epilogue than it is like a conclusion. And I'm like, all right, I mean, it's cute. I'm not mad about it. The rest of this series is so perfect that you can't yeah. really be mad about it. So you know, it happened. I'm still gonna read anything he could put a book out, dude. He could write a Green Lantern book, and I'd probably read it because yeah. it's, because it's fucking Brian K. Vaughn. Of course, that's um, just I mean, I mean, you know, I hope he doesn't write a, a Green Lantern book.
1: I mean, he could put his. Powers elsewhere,
0: yeah. His I mean, abilities. He already wrote one of the best runaways fucking yeah. r- runs of all time. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been reading. Okay, um, I'm excited for more fucking House and Powers, I guess. Yeah, you?
1: House and Powers, baby. I don't know uh, since
0: since yo there's there's been a walking die walking dead sized hole in my heart for a couple weeks now, months yeah. now, a month a month and a half, two months, and I'm and I'm sad. So. Yeah if you guys have recommendations for comics for me to read that aren't DC related, let me know. Uh, I'll read anything Image. I'll read anything Marvel. <laughs> that aren't DC um, related. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not. No, I feel you. I'm, you're not going to promote that guys, kind look, of. look. I'm the, not. I just. I'm not going to read it. So <laughs> Don't even try. Um, uh, oh, I've been reading the new Buffy, which. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of sucks. Really? I never thought. I posted about this on my Instagram. I do a weekly what I'm reading on my Instagram. So go check that out. I'm the only nerd. Um, I. Mm-hmm. It's just it hasn't sold me. They're trying to be too new generational. They're trying to be too modern, and I'm just not buying a lot of it. And they're changing a lot of canon, which is fine. You know, obviously you don't want want to do like a step for step remake of the show, obviously. But the things that they're changing and the way that they're changing them, I haven't been sold yet. And the more the issues go on, I'm actually being less sold. Um, but they're yeah. doing their first crossover event with Angel. You know how much I fucking hate crossover events. But mm-hmm. it's only two books, not a lot to read, so I'll deal with it. It's called yep. the Hellmouth. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the rest of Angel. Then I'm gonna read Buffy when it comes out, and then I'm gonna read Hellmouth, and then I'll, I think I'm gonna make my decision at the end of that first big arc, mm-hmm. and I may or may not continue reading because I kept reading. The old Buffy comics through season eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, like yeah. I read all of the the Buffy, ones that the, were
1: happening when the show was After, after? Like okay. the continuation of yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha.
0: So I read all of those. I read I read Angel and Faith. I read all of the Buffy comics that are to date, mm-hmm. and those are really good stories. And what they have right now, maybe it's just a rocky start, maybe they was they gotta land on their feet. Was Joss Whedon involved with this? He's an executive producer but was he really involved? That I don't know. Maybe that's the reason. I can feel his presence in the older comic books. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It seemed like he maybe had more. He was more. he was definitely like involved with the older runs yeah. for sure. Um I mean his name is on the title. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he would allow his name to be on the title if he didn't have some kind of say in it. Or if he wasn't happy with Because that yeah. tarnishes his name, totally, you know what totally. I mean? So yeah. no, I that's, think... I was just I was just curious if you knew. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to wait till the end of this big first arc. Which should be ending, I think, in November, um, and then make a and I'll make a it informed decision. Then hang on, I have the book right here. Okay, so the back of the book had like their timeline for the crossover event. Um, oh, <laughs> fuck me! The last issue of their crossover Hellmouth is in February, so I guess I, oh, uh, damn it, I guess I have a while until I can decide if I want <laughs> Joel's to Joel's favorite this or not. thing
1: crossovers. I know it sucks. Oh dude, that's dope. I see a TM, TMNT Power Rangers crossover. Oh, I would yeah, read the a, shit out of that. Boom. Boom and IDW, dude. Dude,
0: I would read the shit out of that, man. If if any of you out there have a favorite uh property, check out IDW comics. They've probably written something that you guys like. They yep. do Power Rangers, yeah, they TMNT, do the... Transformers, Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog. Yep. Um I got it's to dope. I got to interview the president of IDW at Los Angeles Comic Con. Oh nice, dude. Where's um, the hookup, man? He was a rad dude. I all fucking I'll shoot him an email. Um, <laughs> I just didn't have say? any interest in. Yeah. I just didn't have any interest in reading the Sonic the Hedgehog comic yeah, book. Yeah. So I was like, "He was like, you guys want anything? No, I'm good.' <laughs> um, but yeah, the TMNT Power Rangers one that could be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely the TMNT and Batman one that Reed bought. Like, yeah, it's mine cool. now. Oh, it's yours. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, I don't know why. I bought it. He was them. like, Let you can just it. have
1: it, and I was like, dude, it'll be here if you
0: want to read it. Like, I think I just think he bought it because he thought Cat was hot. Probably. He's like, I should buy something from Katrina because she's hot so cool what's this <laughs> <laughs> fucking read
1: yep all right well i guess we have we've probably been on what we've been watching for way or and or reading for way That's too the long longest What is that an hour
0: time 40 minutes oh,
1: 40 minutes well we should probably burn through the news then right yeah let's move on okay so the do you need a refill should we no okay i'm currently good. all right Gemma chan might be joining the eternals first news piece We've ah. talked about the Eternals in the past. We know we most have. of the cast, we but know, this is a surprising we know one.
0: All, we know all of the main cast. Yes, yeah, um, the, the, the key players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Gemma Chan plays Minerva in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. who, if you were like me, when you first heard that, you went, who? Yeah. Uh, she was a part of the strike squad that Jude Law and Brie yeah, uh, Larson had at the beginning of the movie. Yep. The beginning of the movie? Yeah. Yep. Uh, she's the green, the blue. She's the green chick. The colored chick with yeah. like the sniper rifle. She was
1: also in uh, Crazy Rich Asians, for those who might recognize right. her from that. She yeah. was, um, uh, uh, I can't remember her character's name in that, um, Iris or something like that, I can't remember.
0: But. The weird thing about this news is that the timeline for the Eternals now is tied into uh, what we've already seen. It's yes. not like well, a new that's, I mean that's I don't think the, they're gonna it, have her play a new character. Uh, probably
1: not. But but they didn't say that she was specifically playing Minerva again. So maybe there's some way of working around this. Like maybe Minerva was not was really a celestial the whole time and we never knew that. Maybe. Or, you know, maybe she's a scroll, even for instance. For all we know, it could be explained a million different ways. Right. But as of right now, it kind of seems like that would be the case because why the fuck would Marvel cast the same person in two different roles? They wouldn't. They're not Yeah they don't, they, they don't roll that way, yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. roll that way, so they
0: plan far too ahead mm-hmm. to fuck up like that
1: so either so either there's going to be some sort of reveal like that or she's literally going to be just be have a bit part as
0: Minerva in the in the movie so this either means that the eternals takes place in like the nineties type thing well the, or it's, it's a future Minerva.
1: I think we're gonna see a lot of different time periods in this movie. Kevin Feige specifically said, you know, these these the Eternals have been around for thousands yeah, of the years. The movie is also called Eternal. Exactly. So, so you you would imagine that you fair. know you could visit the nineties, you could visit right. uh, the eighteen seventies. You could visit 2050 if you wanted, you know what I mean? Dude, so, are we gonna
0: get an are we gonna get an MCU action piece in like the Renaissance era? That would be dope. How dude. fucking cool would that be? That'd be
1: real dope. But who? What kind of what kind of villain would you do in the Renaissance era?
0: King Henry or some shit. They just go take down, him <laughs> yeah, blast him. The, the Eternal. You don't are the even ones need you the them.
1: Avengers for that. Just use the Eternals, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: that's funny. They fight. They fight Napoleon.
1: C- Kumel fighting fighting Napoleon. Oh
0: my god, that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the news. Of course, Marvel's being um, being sneaky, fairly tight lipped about it. Um, this is uh, obviously not official, but more of a rumor. Um. At this point, even though talks are happening, yeah. Um. Nothing's been made official yet. So yeah, there, there's that. I mean, it, the Eternals keeps getting more and more interesting as we draw on. I mean, that movie's getting gonna start more and more people. That movie's got either gonna start shooting this month or it is already started shooting. I can't remember.
0: It's the second one to come out, right? Uh, so uh, what do you mean the second uh, after? Yeah, after Black Widow. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. That'll be next November. I think it comes out. Black so.
0: dude. So yeah, it's getting close. When did yeah. Black Widow come out again?
1: May of next year. Nice. And that's uh, that when they went to Comic Con, they're already halfway through production. So yeah, I've been um, wearing that
0: black widow hat on set the nice, whole month. dude. Yeah, nice. It's been dope.
1: That's cool. And uh, so, yeah, that's going to be coming soon. Uh, moving on from that, we talked a little bit about Venom 2 last time. We did. There and, were rumors that Andy Cirk was going to direct. And now it's official. Surprise! Those weren't rumors. <laughs> yeah. They, it actually happened. I mean, it wasn't a rumor. He had met with um, right, he was Sony. On, he was on the show. The short list. But the interesting thing about this is not only is Circus directing, but it, um, we learned that uh, Michelle Williams is actually coming back she because is. Circus is directing. Like yeah. she literally, that's the reason why she's coming back. So you know, uh, you haven't seen that movie, so I At can't the end give of away the movie, spoilers. She but
0: goes off with her new boyfriend or whatever is what I've heard. Uh,
1: yes, but there is uh, there are some twists in with her character in the movie that I do not okay. want to reveal right. uh, because I think you'll like them, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if that aspect um, continues in this movie.
0: Is Venom on any kind of streaming service right now? I don't I'm not that sure. That I don't have to pay for. I'm not
1: sure. Dude, I have the Blu-ray, you can just borrow it. All right, fine.
0: Um or
1: you can like use my digital copy or something, I don't know. Yeah, perfect. We'll figure it out. But yeah, so that that's what's going on with Venom 2. I think it's uh, again really interesting. It's
0: a weird choice, I think just based on his directing skills, but I mean it works in the sense that uh, he's like the mocap f- I mean he's like he's like the VFX king. Yep, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, and one of the one of the I mean the VFX weren't absolutely horrendous in the movie, but they were definitely weren't up to snuff in terms of uh, like what you'd expect from like a solid, right, polished experience from a superhero movie in terms of visual effects. So. Um, I think that's definitely a bonus. This movie's going to look good. Is he going mean, to put himself in the movie? The true question is whether he's. I, is he going to put he himself? He could play in the mocap, movie? but he's also played great, like character. Like he played Ulysses Claw, oh, and he's fucking yeah. jacked in that oh, in, in that role. You know what I in, mean?
0: Like he's dope in Age of Ultron. <laughs> exactly, and Black he's Panther. Of, he's one of the best parts of Age of Ultron. Let's be
1: really, honest. you think so?
0: Yeah, that movie sucks. You,
1: yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. It's it's not great either though.
0: It's not terrible. It's not terrible.
1: There's some stuff to like in that movie, dude. There's, I mean, there's some yeah, good there's stuff, some stuff
0: in There's some stuff to like, but it's, it's, it's low on my MCU. Oh, 100. It's the
1: worst Avengers movie by far. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, by that's,
0: far. That's duh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, moving on from that, uh, I guess the last piece of news that we have is regarding uh, our beloved Movie Pass.
0: Our beloved Movie Pass. Look, I don't know I if I'd call wanna, it that. That was a joke more so than I want to go back to our episode with Matt. Let's see when, when that was. Because, what, I think I think Matt oh, gave that it th- was, three months? That was almost a year ago. Matt, um, Matt that gave, gave it when, three like, months. Eight, like
1: I remember him saying when we recorded that episode, goes, I'm going to go see 8th Grade tonight at the theater. And so that had to have been probably, what, September or October of last year?
0: Maybe. I don't even remember because it wasn't one of the titles of the episode, so I can't find it. Yeah, no. Um, it was, but, yeah, so... It's been a Matt minute. Matt said like three months. I'm still fucking using it. So.
1: Yeah. Um, you're still using it. You're one of the only ones, though.
0: I know. Here's the thing. When the app stopped working, mm-hmm. they were like, we're not going to charge you for the time that the app isn't up. So I was like, oh, then I, there's, no, there's no downside to me just yeah. having it on my phone. Yeah. If I'm not paying for it, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Now that it's back up and it's working again, I can still go use it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this shit into the fucking ground. Why Do not? It. Why shouldn't I?
1: I mean, uh, it, so let's put it this way. I paid for the year long movie pass, and when that shit expired, I was like, I am not like. Oh, I would never. Go. I yeah. would never renew so, it. Exactly. So i am on a month that, to month. But you're on a month to month. So it's a different case in me. For me, I was just like, whatever. I just deleted that yeah. shit and it stopped working, uh, especially because I'm in kind of like the greater LA area. So it's harder for me to find screens. You're here right in the heart of things. Yeah. So it makes it easier. You know, you can just go up to whatever fucking theater you yeah, go to. I could throw a rock.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, look, okay, I understand that they were changing passwords for heavy users so they couldn't cancel. Right? Was that the- basically
1: they're doing some really shady shit in addition to the other shady shit that's already been revealed? Let's put it this way: this was discovered through a, a month-long investigation into movie pa- passes practices. So why weren't they just shut so they were down? Do- then? They were doing like three or four-month investigation into this.
0: Well, I mean, okay, if this was the conclusion that they came up with during the investigation, why are they still? I think why aren't they shut down? I think down? the news is fresh, and I think they might. I think it might be the death
1: blow for like MoviePass.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, I'm just gonna ride this shit to the ground. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people
1: are gonna do that, but for ten, that's, for for ten dollars, that's gonna run them into the ground financially too. So that's their own fault. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but that's the fate of like what I think is gonna happen to MoviePass. I'm to so go see yeah, Midsummer tonight. Do it. Like, you should, dude. It, dude. Get that Ari Aster join in. Yeah. I still need to see that. I still need to see her I still haven't watched I haven't that. Seen her, I, I mean, know I've heard amazing things. I don't know
0: why I just said that surprised to you like I I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's on <laughs> it's on Prime,
1: Mike. It's I just haven't gotten around to watching it. I'm not
0: am so. not a huge Tony Collette fan. I hear she's amazing
1: in that show, but yeah. I, I mean, I like Tony Collette. I don't hate her, but I also don't love her either. Yeah. I would say I would say the thing I liked her in the most was The United States of Terra, which is well, an yeah. awesome show on the Showtime Stars? Stars something like Stars that, yeah, a few years back. I don't know. But, uh, okay, so is there anything else you have on MoviePass other than they're being shady as fuck and you just want to take
0: advantage of it? No, I guess we'll revisit in six months and see if it's yeah. still happening. Well, well, we'll find out. Look, there's obviously better services out there. Once I run this, once I crash the Hindenburg, I'm going to fucking nice. jump to a new one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was thinking about the Alamo because they just opened up one here. That'd be, in, that'd be cool. In downtown. But the problem with the Alamo is that I can only go to Alamo's and there's only one here. Yeah. So like but it's I'm the Alamo. Out, I know, but say I'm out in North Hollywood yeah. with friends. and We want to go yeah. see a movie.
1: Nobody wants to go to downtown. No one to see wants that to go all the way to, to downtown.
0: Yeah. So I, I like. So I think that maybe the only real option is fucking AMC A list.
1: Probably yeah.
0: Which isn't a bad choice. No, but it's AMC. I mean that's not a bad thing. AMC's aren't the best theaters. It's twenty bucks. It's
1: uh, the 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 plan is amazing. It's just the AMC's like kind of a shitty chain.
0: But those are usually the ones I go to if I'm not going to um, the Los Feliz three right here by oh, yeah, my house. Of I usually I, I just hold everybody where I live. Yeah. Um, I'm. You mean way over there? Yeah, on the other side of the city where I don't <laughs> live. I've given people my fucking phone number and right shit. Um, but yeah, I think AMC's like really the only. I think it's the most viable option. Yeah, definitely. That's comparable to what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking wait till this ship explodes, and then I'll skate away unscathed and choose a new plan.
1: Jump out of the ship with a parachute and hope it doesn't engulf in flames on the way down. Exactly. Yeah. Which it shouldn't, because you have fire-retardant parachute.
0: I do, yeah. (laughs) I picked that up right before I joined the plan. Exactly. There you go. All right. You know what I want to talk about real quick? Because we talk about football on this podcast sometimes. Let's do it. And we are both huge football fans. Yes. I'm sorry if that turns you guys off. Eh, It's It's a pop culture podcast. It's a a big part of pop culture, and I'm a fantasy football king right now. uh, But that's not what I wanted to talk about. Antonio Brown just popped up on my Google notifications on my computer. That's why I thought about Mm -hmm. it. Have you heard all this bullshit that he's threatening to not play the entire season if he can't wear his old helmet?
1: Antonio uh, Brown still plays for the Steelers, right? No, he got traded to the Raiders. Oh, okay,
0: okay. okay. Um, but so they—they're always coming up with new safer ways designs yeah, to design course. helmets. And he's saying he won't play with the Raiders if he can't wear his old helmet. And they're telling him like, "No, you can't." And there was a poll quote on ESPN where he said, "I don't need football."
1: I mean, he probably doesn't if he's smart. But I don't know. How, I'm, I'm not familiar with Antonio Brown off the field, so it's hard to say. But. But
0: how this cocky is, do you? This just is, wear the new fucking helmet, bro. This
1: is a complicated question. I think it's a little bit more complicated than you're making it because you have to remember that ultimately, like, he's a skill player, and if you have an, a, a helmet that's that's a crucial part of your skill, your vision, and your head, and and the way you turn your head, if that helmet, like, perhaps maybe maybe
0: he's just being a whiny bitch. If he's being a whiny but if bitch, that's okay. But hang on, if you. If that's what you're most worried about is staying skilled, why are you going to the fucking Raiders? Because he's getting paid good fucking money. But right. but if that's what you're worried about, if you're worried about being the, being the most skilled receiver, yeah. why do you leave Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, okay, he's a rapist, yeah. but that dude knows how to throw you the ball. That totally. dude knows how to... Score with you. Money talks, dude. Money talks. Derek Carr, but at the end of the the day, but at the end of the day,
1: his contract is only dependent on how well he plays. And like, for instance, I'm not saying this is the case, but immediately what came to my mind was like, okay. What if somehow this is uncomfortable for him? This, this new helmet restricts him somehow. I, I, I don't know that. You know what I mean? It, on yeah, a practical level. all receivers level, have to
0: do it, so suck it up, you little totally.
1: bitch. Totally. But I, I'm just saying that there's – I think it's a little more complicated than that. But, again, if he wants to play for the fucking Raiders and get paid what he's paying, wear the fucking helmet. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's ultimately what it, I think what if it comes down
0: to. I think if he was really worried about performance, he wouldn't have gone to the fucking Raiders. That's true. That's Derek Carr's not going to be able to throw him the same kind of balls yeah. that Big Ben could.
1: He's already taking a step down.
0: (laughs) He's already taking a step down in QBs. He's not going to score as many touchdowns as I'm not. I've drafted Antonio Brown on my fantasy team every year for like five years. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to draft him this year. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I'm not saying he's not good still, but he's not going to get the same balls. He's not going to get the same touchdowns. So, dude, uh, what are you talking about, man?
1: Franchise quarterback Derek Derek Carr isn't good enough.
0: (laughs) No, we saw how Marshawn Mm. Lynch fucking played at the Raiders, dude. Yeah, so. Yeah, that was my little football rant for the uh, for the moment. I just think he's That's being a, I just think he's I just think he's being a bitch. Yep. So, actually, you know what? This article may have. I just saw his name, so it brought to my attention. But the the actual title says, "Antonio Brown's grievance to wear old helmet denied by arbitrator says he'll rejoin the Raiders." So he yeah. gave in. He gave in. So he was being a little bitch, and then he g- gave in like a little bitch. Yep wow seems like money does talk You're multi right.
1: multi-million dollar bitch
0: <laughs> all right yeah so let's move on from that now
1: yep uh so do you want to talk about um the show or do you want to talk about the big news yeah piece well, that... well
0: yeah so we're gonna start with the show okay. last week i'm gonna pretend like it was last week yes. we talked about the boys so definitely Taylor watched The Boys, and yep. he was like, it's so good, you have to watch well, it. Well, I, I hadn't like, finished it at that point. But right, yeah. right. But you were like, it's gnarly. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm in. But before we talk about The Boys, I'm going to take a pee break. And mm-hmm. guess what? Go. You're not going to know the difference. All right. and we're back. And as I said, you didn't know. If you say you did, you are a liar.
1: Unless hey. they heard that.
0: <laughs> it's almost like the chips from last episode. Yeah, almost. Uh, so The Boys... The boys. The boys. Is there any soups?
1: Fuck soups, man. Saw fuck all the soups. Soup.
0: Yo, I didn't get the fuck soups thing at Comic Con. Fuck soups, bro. Yep. Fuck soups. Yep. Yo, if you're not watching the boys on Amazon Prime, you're fucking stupid.
1: Or you're just misinformed. Yeah. Which, but could also, also stupid. Mean you're stupid. If,
0: <laughs> just kidding. You guys aren't stupid. We love you all. But you do need to be watching the boys. Absolutely. Um, it's uh, one of the best comic book shows i think that has come out ever i think is that too, is that think too bold? a little
1: i think that's a little bold i think that's a little strong it's definitely the best comic book show this year by far like heads and tails yeah um i mean there's been some good stuff the the, the interesting thing about about the boys and i kind of uh, of course i wrote a review for superherohype.com which you right. can read but the thing i mentioned in my review is that um is that it's interesting because you, this year we've seen a lot of similar um, shows in the respect that you know they're sort of irreverent superhero comedies, at, but that also try to push the boundaries of like what we know is a superhero show and explore new things. Okay, I mean,
0: let's start with what it's based on. So it's totally. based on a, a Garth Ennis book. Yes, if you know anything about Ennis, he's a sick motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves to be brutal, he loves to be gory, he loves uh, cursing and violence, and he had a, I forget who it was with, it may have been Warren Ellis, yeah, Warren Ellis Ellis, and Garth Ennis had a competition about who could write the nastiest, gnarliest, dirtiest comic book. Yeah. And uh, I think Ellis came out with Crossed, and Ennis, I forget what Ennis came out with, but they were fucked up. Yeah. Um, so that's who Garth Ennis is, and he wrote mm-hmm. the Boys. Of course. And the first, uh, the first frame of the Boys comic book is just a dude getting his head crushed, brains oh, everywhere, shit. blood everywhere. Wow. That's the introduction. That's brutal, man. And so the show pulls no punches. Yeah. To be the exact same.
1: Yeah. I mean, right, right from the start, it, um, it definitely. I don't want to say it draws you in because I think that's too like light of a term. It, it 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 fucks you right from the beginning and then says okay here's the show you know like here's some stuff oh my gosh that's brutal man
0: i just showed him the first that's panel brutal. of uh the boys yeah I mean, it's, uh yeah, that looks about right it's pretty fucked up
1: but but jumping back real quick to what i was saying the boys is is really interesting because it's in this year where we have uh weird weird uh, uh shows like umbrella academy right we have Doom Patrol, which I know you haven't seen, but it's like super weird and same like this where it's like just doing like there's a scene in Doom Patrol. I think it's one of like in the middle of the series seven, seven or eight, something like that. There's 15 episodes where there's literally a moment, like a minute or two long sing scene where everybody in the scene is having a fucking orgy, like a, like a orgasm in their pants. Yeah.
0: I heard you see Brendan Fraser's ass. Yes, you do. (laughs) And there's some
1: shit like that, that it's just like, okay, this is weird. And then you obviously have, um, uh, Swamp Thing too which is kind of weird offbeat like same kind of deal you know what I mean so Rip Rip Swamp Thing <laughs> R.I.P. Um, and Rip Rip is all I have to say <laughs> and uh, and so you have this this year where all these weird comic book properties are coming out and and things that push the boundaries and I think the reason why this stands out the most is because it's 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 rated the most fucking R it's rated R it doesn't really get I mean a lot of those other shows are, have R sensibilities but like this show, it really just doesn't give a fuck, you know what I mean? And it, but it's also a deep exploration at the same time. Like it's, it's, it's pretty excessive and it's pretty. Um, it's pretty, for lack of a better word, off-putting to like general audiences, even though it isn't to us. Like someone would watch this and they'd probably be like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? But that's part of the appeal too.
0: Yeah, I would say the average person watching that first episode might not continue watching the yeah. rest of the if series. they're not
1: into that because they're looking for a regular like MCU movie or DC movie or whatever, you know. So I think that's really interesting. And the the, the thing that really grabbed me about this show was was how um, how sort of meta it is about. the the sort of like the meta commentary of like the world we're living in and how closely our world is to the world of the boys. And for me, that immediately was what drew me in. And it's like, okay, I see exactly what they're doing here. And if for in a certain respect, I know I mentioned this before when we talked about it, it's kind of like, it really is the new, the new modern version of Watchmen. You know what I mean? In the sense where it's, it's whereas, whereas Watchmen is, is, um, is sort of like, timeless uh the boys is timely it's about you know what it's i mean about the time right now exactly and so that for me was really draw what was was what really drew me in and then of course the characters are amazing and like the situations the moral conundrums in the show that, that, that the show presents are yeah. amazing so you know it's it's definitely heads and tails above anything we've seen this year in terms of like superhero tv uh, shows or tv properties
0: I uh I'm a huge horror fan. Mm-hmm. Um which a lot of people don't know about me. Um and so I love uh gratuitous violence. Uh I love action, you know what I mean? I love mm-hmm. uh fights, yep. you know what I mean? And uh the boys from the beginning right. just delivers. That
1: first sequence alone Before is is all is exploring. literally
0: all of that. Yeah. So it's like it really—you said you didn't want to say—pulled me in, but like it pulled me in pretty fucking quickly. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, like you said, it's just—it's—it's it's extremely timely. It's all about corruption. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really big company called Vought Industries in the show that sort of monopolizes, and like kind the of, superhero. Yeah, um, it's really kind of about America at, I would say, the current moment.
1: Absolutely, and 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 more so than that, it's about the the prominence of superheroes in pop culture too. Because you know, yeah. at one point they're like, our latest film grossed uh, two point eight billion dollars, and yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, that's like totally an Avengers reference. Like, it's
0: funny that they're using real superheroes to make movies. Though, exactly, you know what I mean, totally. Like, and
1: that's and that's again part of the commentary of what's happening. Yeah. And I just, it's just so, it's so brilliant. I know that the the show makes changes from the comic, like the core of the book is there. Yeah, yeah. But I think I the mean, changes it has they, to. The book of is course. so. and I think I think this show I I obviously haven't read it but from what I've researched and what I've gathered about the book this show is very much very much captures what the book was about but also adding all those interesting new elements that uh, that have happened in pop culture since it came out.
0: Simon Pegg is absolutely right. That lead character, he's though. he's
1: he's kind of like a he's kind of like a nothing character in this first season. But I still couldn't help my, to I, I just got giddy over seeing Simon Pegg doing a really awesome American accent. Like it's he doesn't so do many American accents, and so that
0: was really cool. I was surprised at how fucking awesome it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he really only shows up in like two or three episodes. I think it's yeah. like a very minor supporting role. But I think it's a good seed for like probably what's going to come yeah. in season two. Oh,
0: one hundred percent. I really loved how they took let's just fucking jump into spoilers yeah let's do it all right real quick we're, spoilers we're gonna jump into spoilers the show wait before spoilers yeah show was good it's excellent you i would recommend it. it
1: i gave it a four uh and a half out of five so that's Perfect. pretty rave reviews that's what i would opinion. say as well
0: um okay so spoilers i like how at first you see a lot of these superheroes are um tainted you see a lot of these superheroes are mm-hmm. corrupted oh, like absolutely. the deep and mm-hmm. uh the fast guy. What's his name?
1: Um, um, A train. A train. So thank you.
0: You see very quickly, very quickly that A Train and the Deep are these disgusting dirtbag. They just want the fame, dudes. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to believe that Uplander, Homelander, home Homelander, is this uh, upstanding. upstanding citizen. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where the up came from. Yeah. Um, for the first few episodes, he is the good guy. He Whoa. is the all American dream. Totally.
1: What I I mean, yes and no because in the first episode you do see him crashing the plane at the end of the episode, uh, the the governor guy's plane. There's the plane episode oh, in three is that where the they first episode. That's the first episode, so uh, you do see that, but they don't really like. What's amazing about the intro to the show is they don't even acknowledge it, but like there's that moment where Homelander just throws the guy in the air and then he just splats like five hundred feet back like Well, he was a bad guy. Totally. <laughs> but the idea that like that that's a really way subtle a subtle way of hinting about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it, I forgot that the governor's plane that. was the
0: first episode, so maybe not so much. But, but like, still
1: but still they don't really delve into it until you get to the plane scene yeah. with him and um, well, uh, Queen Maeve or whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah.
0: But there's also the one where he like puts his fist through like the gunman. Yeah, and he's like, you know, what we have to do. And he picks yeah. up the gun and shoots Maeve like a bunch of yeah. times to make it look like he tried to shoot at her. Yeah, so he yep. slowly kind of degenerates. One hundred percent.
1: And and I, I just have to say, like Anthony Starr uh, is the guy who played Homelander. Yeah. Anthony Starr's performance as Homelander is absolutely terrifying. Like, there's there's no oh, other way to describe that fucking that psychopath. performance than than just absolutely terrifying because. What makes that so scary is he totally nails the the um the, sort like of the the, the fakeness nuance, the, the, the the fakeness but the nuance of what a real superman-esque character would be in real life yeah you know what i mean like i wrote about this in my review it's like sort of the, have you heard of the ubermensch mentality yeah it's like sort of an exploration of that but doing it differently and like sort of uh, taking a more realistic approach to it, you know, less um, a less like rah rah America approach, and yeah. and like what psychologically, like what would that do to a person? I mean, he's you know what I mean? Perfect, you know what he, I mean? Exactly. So, like it, it. There's that. There's that line in the thing where he's like, I don't even use my real name anymore. Like I stopped. I stopped yeah. using my fake identity like so long ago. And then of course you have that scene where he goes back to his his fake childhood home, like. All those scenes. There's, there's a scene early on, I think, in episode two, where he's literally just staring at himself, a picture of him uh, himself as Homelander on the wall, and it's one of the most fucking compelling scenes no, I've ever no, watched. But what he
0: was doing was he was using his X-ray vision to look past that to see. Totally,
1: totally. You don't know that until the end. But, right, the, right, but right. what I'm saying, what he's doing in that scene is just so fucking compelling that it's like amazing. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, like. It's that that it. Anthony Starr is incredible. He's a total talent that's uh, that's been discovered by this show.
0: Yeah, you see the real depravity of Homelander when they go to save a plane that's oh been hijacked.
1: Gosh. That scene killed me, man. They
0: absolutely destroy the terrorists, mm-hmm. but then there's one final terrorist, and he acts and Homelander accidentally destroys the controls of the plane. Yeah, like yep. And instead of saving everybody, he's like, he. I mean, he gives a really. I mean, aside from being a fucking cunt, he gives a really good explanation to Queen Maeve. He's like. What am I supposed to fly down and back up fifty two times to yeah. save everybody? He's like, it's impossible. Yeah, and she's like, well, go out there and push the plane up. And he's like, what am I pushing off of? I'm flying. I'm in the air. I yeah. have nothing to push up. Which off is of. which
1: is true because that's like yeah. it's like that Superman like yeah, like you uh, can't myth just push up your... off of
0: no, off of nothing. One hundred percent. And I just I look I hate him. It's for com- the scene. it's compelling it's as compelling fuck, dude. Cause he's like, it's so compelling. If he I do I do full heartedly believe. If he thought he could fly down to the ground and back up he might for have every done single person in the plane, he might have done it. Yeah, but he's like, I can't do it. So fuck these people. Yeah, and it's like that's what a, I think that's what a real superhero might actually do 100%, in that situation. Dude. Like yeah. I'm a god, you're a fucking ant. Peace out, bitch. Yeah,
1: and there's millions more ants.
0: Like in yeah. the but and it's those also... people stand up and they try to like argue with him, and he like his eyes get all red, and he's like, you sit the fuck back down, or I will fucking kill you. Like he gets in. <sighs> you know, that's brutal is dude yeah
1: that's that's i think that's really the scene where i was like okay the show really got me like i am i obviously i'm gonna finish the season i want season two now i will
0: laser every single last one of you fuckers i think dude says. it's laser like oh you. my
1: god it's so good yeah. and uh but he has yeah a
0: solid explanation i mean aside from being an asshole he gave a solid explanation of why he can't save everybody
1: absolutely and uh and um Gosh, I can't remember the actress's name, but uh but the girl who plays Queen Maeve is the lady who plays Queen Maeve is absolutely astounding in that in that. You really yeah. feel for her too because, you know, it's that moment where she really wants to help people and, she and she's probably a better person than than Homelander, oh, but 100%. it's like she's also under his um like not necessarily under his spell because she's acting acting under her, her own volition, but she's aware of like Oh if I go against Homelander like this he's gonna could, he's gonna kill me. Like with the with the deep thing where Homelander like comes over and he's like why'd you tell her about like the the scarring yeah. and all that and he just gets behind him and go it's like dude it's so diabolical man.
0: Yeah the more the episodes go on the more fucked up you see Homelander is yeah. and it's like yep. ooh this guy's yeah. a fucking asshole. Yep and then of course the reveal at the end where it's like oh damn. We'll we'll get we'll there. We'll get there
1: but I just Homelander stuff is so good. Yeah. What did you think about um, about Jack Quaid in the show? Did you know that that's Meg Ryan? And uh, I think and I think we talked about we it. I think well, We talked about it. Yeah. It but was you a, wouldn't know just from looking at him. I knew I who think. his father was. I didn't know realize his mother was Meg Ryan. I was oh, like, yeah. ooh. But dude, he's uh, Jack he Quaid him. is ex- excellent in this show, man.
0: I think the real and like again, this is really early on. The big turning point is when he has to kill. Uh, um, the invisible dude, whatever the fuck. He's yeah,
1: fucking. Uh, I can't think of
0: it right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally blanking on it. I literally
1: just watched the pilot again last night. Yeah, too. yeah. But he's um, just
0: kind of caught in the crossfire, and then yeah. he has to choose between Carl Urban, mm-hmm. his character, the butcher. Yep, Billy and, the like, butcher. This uh, soup getting out into the world, and for better or not, definitely exposing them. Yeah. And so he has to fucking kill him. Which I love that entire scene yeah. where they're trying to figure out how you kill someone with with impenetrable skin. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he has that huge drill. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say that they're dumb, but my first instinct would be like put something inside of his body, obviously. It took them like, so long. Him, make him drink cement or
1: something. Yeah, <laughs> like it took
0: them so long of like shooting fifty caliber bullets at him or like having like a diamond tip chainsaw. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took them all this time to like try to pierce the skin when the, finally they're like, oh, we put C4 up his butthole. And I was like, yeah, why's not? Why, why, how, how's that not the first thing you did?
1: Yeah, well, if you can't see it, just
0: put something up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> just get Ant-Man in here. Yeah, get Ant-Man up his Paul ass. All let's go. Um, so yeah, then he has to pull the trigger on the C four, and he fucking explodes the dude. Yeah, there's another beautifully gory scene we don't get to see uh, enough of on television. Yep. Absolutely, and that and that 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 scene in
1: particular were. Where, I think Jack Quaid does such an excellent job in the show, obviously. But that scene in particular, like rewatching it where he's just like he kinda lets him go and then the guy says something, and he's like, fuck it, and he just pulls yeah. that trigger and it's so uh it's such a great character moment. Um in in that I think it's the second episode. Yeah. In that episode. Yeah. Um but I can see why they kind of drug it out just because that's like sort of um the thing that uh like sort of turns uh turns him. On the onto the, side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Okay.
0: I mean I got it, but in my head I was like, man, the first thing you do is think about putting something on the oh, inside yeah, of their yeah, body. Yeah, totally, totally. Um like and when then, he, honestly when he handed him the water, I thought he had poisoned him. Really? I thought he had finally figured uh, it out.
1: Uh, that would have been smart. That would have been man. actually probably a little well, I mean,
0: we wouldn't have had that, no, the explosion that moment awesome. of the explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So No, the ass explosion was dope. <laughs> yeah, if it was
1: anybody else, the other option probably would have been yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think about Aaron Moriarty as uh, as Starlight? She's hot. <laughs> I mean, besides that,
0: uh, no, she was re- really good. I really enjoyed the uh, her struggle as like just she really believed in being a superhero. Yeah, growing up, she wanted to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. She wanted to help people. She yeah. wanted to change the world, make a difference. Yeah, and then when she finally got into the seven, the first thing she has to do is like suck the deeps' dick. Like, yeah. and, 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 like she realizes that like man, these people. She, like, she realizes, and like that wasn't uh, a metaphor. No. She she has to suck the deeps' dick. Well, he asks and, her to, but yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. And it's like uh, she realizes very quickly that this is not the life that she thought it was going to be or what she wanted it to be. Yeah. Um. And I feel for her character a lot. So there's the scene where she saves someone out of costume and it's recorded on camera and oh, she gets yeah. in trouble for it.
1: Yeah, like there there's someone who's raping yeah. this lady and yeah.
0: Um, and I think that she, um is the really good book end to like Jack Quaid's character where it's like he's trying to make a difference from the outside yeah. and she is on the inside and realizes very early on that she's like, Man, these fucking people need to be stopped.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's crucial to have her in this in as as sort of the counterpoint to um to to Jack Quaid's character yeah. because you really with all the depravity going on in the seven, you really need to see the counterpoint to that. You know what I mean? You need to yeah. You need to see that there is hope and there is optimism, or else the show would just be too fucking dark and and nah. like dreary to to be able yep. to handle and so I think Erin moriarty really does this this interesting thing where she's um she's compelling, but she's also like you sort of uh I'm trying to find the right word for it you sort of like um like feel for her in 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 a in a, in a like in a moral respect you know what i mean like going back to the to the to the video where it's like she yeah. was doing the right thing but it's like you also need to protect your super uh, your, uh, secret identity but also make sure like she says always get a fucking name you know yeah. what i mean and it's because the girl learning ran moments, off and she almost got in trouble absolutely but and forward. it's those learning moments where i think she really the the nuance of her performance comes out because it's like I mean the one of the more bombastic moments for her but still slightly nuanced as well is when she gives that big speech at the like the Christian at the
0: Christian event
1: Exactly and so that whole
0: Christian event scene was super cool I yeah. really enjoyed uh Homelander I don't think he knew who who uh what's Quaid's character again? Um, what's his name? Fuck I can't I'm so bad with <laughs> names. I literally so wrote So Jack a... Quaid goes to Huey Huey. Huey, thank so you. So Huey goes to the the event, and I don't think Homelander even knows who he is at the time, no, right? No,
1: at that time, no, he doesn't have, he doesn't realize the connection.
0: But there's a moment when he holds him underwater for a little bit too long, and it seems like he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, and I, I just love that, that Homelander, another Homelander thing, where he's like, he's not who you fucking think he is. Yeah, and yeah, I love when Huey tries to. Uh, Blackmail the Christian dude because he's like, oh yeah, he, he's like super gay.
1: Yeah, and then he sees him at the club earlier, and he's like, "You were sucking my dick or whatever." Like he's yeah. like, no, it's...
0: and that was such a good. I mean, I know it was written, but it yeah. was a really good on the quick, like foot moment for Huey when he's like, Absolutely. He's like I had a video of this stretchy man yeah. having sex with dudes, and I'm supposed to be blackmailing him, yep. and I don't have it. What do I do?" And he's like. You fucked me, you fucked me, me so me. hard. Yeah. yeah. He's like you, you felt so, so good. So he's hard. like He's like you you stretched so big inside of me. Whatever uh, the fuck he says. Dude, it's so it good. Works. Yep.
1: Absolutely. It's yeah, the 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 right. I have to say the writing is excellent. And I think the showrunner, uh Eric Kripke, is I yeah. believe is his name. He wrote the first two episodes and I think he directed one of the episodes. I think the finale, I'm not 100% sure, but he did write the finale as well. So Uh, big shout out to Eric kripke on this one yeah um the cool thing about the boys is that it's season two is already in production
0: i saw the picture on instagram today
1: meaning that we are getting more sooner rather than later
0: i enjoy that yeah
1: it's always nice to like get really into a show and then know that you're getting a second season because most of the time it's like this the finale happens and then the response to that dictates whether you get another season so
0: uh one thing we haven't talked about I guess is Carl Urban, dude.
1: Carl Urban, dude. Carl Urban is killing it. Absolutely beautiful, Judge Dredd, bro. Dude, I love the I have to say that this this show's a lot of things, but I think if there's one moment that sums up the show, it's Carl Urban fucking demolishing people with a baby but, that has laser eyes.
0: And and he, and he goes Oh, that's fucking diabolical. He's like, that's fucking diabolical, man. <laughs> it's absolutely diabolical, dude. He finds a baby that has laser eyes and he murders people with it. Yep. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yep. He is really good in the show, man. Absolutely. And he... Here's the thing is what I like about the brutality and the grotesque violence of the show is he's got a fucking reason, dude. Yeah. Homelander raped his wife. We'll get to the ending of yep. the series in a minute, but Homelander rapes his wife and he, or so he thinks, right. That's yeah. what I was alluding to. Yeah. When I said, we'll get yeah, to the end. Um, and so he's just on this mission to fucking kill Homelander and kill soups. Cause he realized he sees who the soups really are. He sees that the soups are fucking terrible people who are yep. destroying society. Yeah. And so the whole time he's out there trying to, his whole mission is a fucking kill him, Homelander. He has an opportunity to become a government agency, mm-hmm. but he, but he doesn't agree to the terms because he's like, you can't give me Homelander. I don't want the deal. He's a man on a fucking mission. Yep,
1: dude, absolutely, and I appreciate that. And you know, I have to say that that um, we're definitely going to see more from his character. Obviously, like more. There's oh. going to be a lot of complications, obviously, in season two. You know, if we'll get to that. But Fuck it.
0: the end of the series might as well. starts with uh, well, the, the series finale. Carl Urban, yeah, Carl Urban, final. Billy the Butcher comes to the head of Vought's house. She has a child. He's like strapped to a bomb. And, and he's fucking... like He's like, Give me fucking Homelander. And she's like, fuck you, bitch. And he's like, no, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. And then Homelander shows up and he's like, if I he, he basically is like, you can't get what you want. He's like, You think I care about this woman here? You're trying to, you're trying to force my hand by threatening her. And he just looks into her eyes and mm-hmm. burns her fucking brain. Just melts out. her eyes out, just dude. Melts her face. Yep. And Billy's like, well, if that was my only bargaining chip, then fuck this. And he pulls the trigger on the bomb. Yeah, the screen goes white, right? Fade to black. And then he wakes up and he sees like a home and a kid, right? Homelander. And you're meant
1: to think it's like a dream or like you're a flashback. You're flash supposed back, to think it's yeah. a dream.
0: Homelander comes down starts talking to the kid. Billy's wife fucking comes out of the house. Mm-hmm. It's revealed that Homelander and her have a fucking child together. Well, it's
1: not only that that she's still alive because he thinks she's yeah. dead the whole time.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought that she she either r- r- ran away mm-hmm. or was murdered by Homelander exactly. because he raped yeah. her. Yeah. Turns out he didn't rape her. She cheated on him, had a kid, and he mm-hmm. has a second. Homelander has a family out in the middle of nowhere, and she's yeah. been in and hiding this whole time. And Butcher's just laying there, like realizing the gravity of the fucking situation and he still can't do anything to yep. homelander
1: yep and the the one in, the really interesting thing about the way that reveal plays out is that until the final episode, Homelander doesn't even know he has a kid. When he finds out, right, he explodes right, right. the fuck out of it. And I think that's what makes that situation like really interesting. Like he he had never probably even been to that place before. that. That's you know true. I guess I mean? so we
0: didn't touch on that early on. He goes and visits like the scientist who created him. Yeah, with the, and he was like, oh, um, she was pregnant with a baby, mm-hmm. and it was too dangerous. And they say dead or and whatever. And it's dead. Yeah. She died. He died. Like yeah. the baby died and she died. Uh, she couldn't handle like a soup child, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. And he finds out that this baby's actually alive. Fuck soups. Fuck soups.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 a pretty wild it's a pretty wild ending and it definitely um I mean it's it's kinda of hard to d- it, it, it they could obviously take it in a few different directions, but it's hard to really talk about this until we see how season two sort of handles it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's a lot of different ways you could take that. You know what I mean? For all we know, Billy could fucking die in the first episode
0: of the next season. You Here's know? where I don't think he will though. Homelander's no, no, such a no. sadistic fuck. He's gonna toy with him. He knows quote-unquote i figure he'll die at some point yeah but he knows that butcher can't actually hurt him Yep. so what's the harm of leaving him alive totally and totally fucking with him 100 yeah. percent. i agree he's like you and, can't kill me so i'm gonna leave you alive and make you watch me live this life with your family
1: and so i think what's really interesting about the ending is that the possibilities are would you say respect, they're endless they're, they're limitless yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah you mean you can there's there's a lot of a lot of dramatic material you can mine from a situation like
0: that. I am only first reading the book uh, for the first time right now, so yeah. haven't even gotten that far yet. Uh, there's, I'm there's a lot of stuff that's changed. What ha- I mean, I'm curious to see if that plays in at all.
1: I'm not sure if it does. I, I'm I'm not equipped to answer that question at this moment.
0: I'll let you know next time.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I don't want to spoil myself, but I always love a good fat new stack of comics to read. So
1: absolutely. And I will say that the uh the, the run is seventy two issues, so there's a lot of material. Yeah, that, I could give you yeah, that. They could probably go could four they that, could probably too. go four or five seasons with the show at least. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Uh Walking Dead did yeah. Well Walking Dead didn't almost catch up until like season. Nine percent. Yeah. Well, the boys so. is
1: done. It was a limited thing. No, I like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, saying, yeah, but like, absolutely, yeah, we're talking yeah.
0: Talking about like like the length of issues. Absolutely. Yep, to... yep, yep. yep. So yeah, yep. they've got a few a few seasons in them for sure yeah. until they have to start creating their own content or they do it all. Some more people do, and they just end the show. Probably the latter. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, they just know that it was good and they had a run and they were done.
1: Yeah. They well, hopefully, they have an end game in mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, that was uh, the boys.
1: Is say, is there anything else?
0: No, it's fucking solid. I binged yeah. it in like a day and a half. Yep. It's really fucking good. Watch it. Absolutely. There's a lot we didn't touch on, but it's okay. that's up for you to discover on yep. your own. If you guys have
1: anything you want to like add to the conversation or any questions or comments you have about our uh, discussion we just had, make sure to email us. Let us know. We want to hear what you guys think about the things we're talking about. We want to have a discussion with you.
0: Tell me what bad word you would call Homelander. There you go. Because I called him a cunt. Yeah. In the vein of Mr. Butcher. There you go. What would you guys call him? Boom. Damn, we got one. The we only have one thing less. That's, we have one thing to talk about. Well,
1: it's one big thing with ah, multiple, many subset I things. Know.
0: Get, ready for, uh, get, get ready for a long podcast, everybody. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we're already at an hour 20. We'll see. All right. What is it?
1: What um, so... Obviously in the past we've talked about the Disney Fox merger which of course went through at the beginning of this year I think. We've always had yep. discussions ever since the news came out about um like all the superhero properties and sort of like all the genre stuff that we follow that's happening. But we didn't really know what would happen with everything else, right? Like Fox is a big studio. They don't just operate solely on superhero movies. What? This past week, we kind of found out what's going to happen um, with the Fox slate now that Disney now that Disney owns it. And um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, George. but Disney. it's uh, it's a little bit scary and it's a little bit sad uh, because we're going to basically Disney is going to be scrapping many, many, many of Fox's projects that were in development. A lot of these projects were Were they
0: things we needed anyway though? No.
1: The big thing is though is that these are a lot of original properties, right? Like there's yeah. there's some adaptations, there's some, some remakes sequels. in there, but there's there's some there's some stuff based on IP, but there's a lot of original stuff in there too that now has been lost to the oh. Disney machine. So we were hoping to talk about that um in addition to some of the uh the genre stuff that we've heard about that now as it seems might be uh dead and buried.
0: Yeah, let's first start with the good news. Yes. I mean, I I don't know if it's good news because I don't really really care about any of these movies, but things that have not been scrapped. Yes. Things that are being kept by Disney that were given to them by Fox. Yes. Avatar 4 and 5 are not going anywhere because why would you not want all the money in the world Mm -hmm. as your Disney? That's all I really have to say about that. Don't care. T- two and three are happening. They're going to make four and five because they're going to make a billion dollars per movie. Yeah, and uh, and and those are going to be like the
1: basically they're d- doing a Star Wars movie every two years. So in between Star Wars movies, they're going to do Avatar movies.
0: Right. Uh, Fear Street two and three. Apparently a uh, an R L Stein book. They mm-hmm. just shot the first Fear Street. Yeah, it just it's supposed to come out in June. Mm-hmm. Um, and of next year, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they just finished yeah. production, and so they're going to do two and three of that because they like money. Uh, the death on the Nile, which is the order or the Murder on the Orient Express sequel. Yep, I found that one interesting. That I didn't think Murder on the Orient Express uh, was was critically or box office ly acclaimed enough for them to want a sequel. No, no, I but think. They're, but apparently they want it. Okay, let me let me just preface this. I think a
1: lot of the stuff we're gonna talk about, especially with the sequels and stuff, we didn't really know was was in development. I think what happens at studios is they say. Oh, this was f- this even before it comes out. Sometimes this might be moderately financially successful, or yeah. this is going to be financially successful. We should commission a script in case it does, so we can go into production and not have to wait that nine months. Yeah. So I think, a lot, like for instance, that is probably like, oh, we just had a script laying around just right. in case, you know.
0: Bob's Burger, the movie. That makes sense to me. It's a very it's a, it's an extremely popular tell. That's really show. interesting though because I don't
1: have we heard about that before? Like no. I, I didn't know that was happening. So that's a little bit of a, de- a development. To itself. be fair, I
0: never haunt the Indigo Ballroom during Comic-Con, so maybe they've fucking talked about it. I don't they, know. They might have. I, I mean, I'm not surprised like you said. But that is not strange for them because that's going to make them a lot of money. Here's a weird one for me. Uh, Garfield has any has any Garfield movie done well? No,
1: well, there was obviously that Garfield movie with Bill Murray, which he didn't know he was making a Garfield movie. Apparently he thought it was something else, and that's how they got him to voice it, and he hates it. Um, but, I I mean, if this is a live-action Garfield movie, like, why the fuck are you doing that? Just make it animated. It doesn't really say, but it's I mean, a weird. It's, it's, it's an odd choice. directed by
0: someone who directed Emperor's New Groove and Chicken Little, so. That's,
1: that's a pretty good pedigree, actually. But yeah. I will say, is this movie necessary? Probably no, not. No, fuck no. Probably yeah, why not. Why are they
0: keeping it? Here's an interesting one. I'm not mad about. It's 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 uh it's called Z. It's a reboot of the Zorro movies. Yes, and, and that's, directed by Alfonso Cuaron.
1: No, it's it's directed by his son Jonas Cuaron. Oh, I did not. I did not He's, keep reading this. Yeah, Cuaron Cuaron yeah. is you producing. Are, you but, are correct. But Jonah, Jonas Cuaron was um uh, one of the co-write. He co-wrote Gravity, Gravity with, with yeah, Alfonso. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's a good that's a good thing. But yes, Z. I've heard about that. I didn't know it was called Z. I'm not mad about that. Uh, only if they can get Antoni- uh, Antonio Banderas in the um, in the older role this time. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Legacy role. So i would been down speak. with that.
0: Um, I don't know. There's a big list of things that are in development that aren't being canceled that I don't really care to talk about. We'll
1: talk about that stuff as it comes in the future. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like there's shit like Ad Astra, The Kingsman yeah. prequel, Terminator. Yeah the you know n- the us- new new mutants is actually still on this list of things that are not being canceled i have a feeling
1: new mutants is going to go to hulu it's going to go straight straight to vod on hulu yeah that would be that would be the
0: best way for them to handle it so interesting though but yeah so those are things that are uh, happening that they have not been canceled and then there is the gigantic 276 movie list Yes. So things that are being canceled.
1: So so before that, I I think it's fair to say too that the reason this news came out is that uh, like Bob Iger, Bob Iger, the um, I believe CEO of Disney, Mm -hmm. uh, or CFO, I can't remember. I believe it's CEO. Yeah, he's the head of Disney. The head mouse. Exactly. Um, He's the guy who makes all the big decisions. He basically did a uh, like a shareholders meeting with Disney shareholders, and they had big quarter three losses because of the Fox slate that they took in. So this is part of the reason. Why they're redirecting their strategy, but with that said, he named a few franchises, that Fox franchises, that they're going to be reviving, and I wanted to cover those before we went through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one, Home Alone. Do you want to see a Home Alone reboot or a TV show? No, that's a, that's that's really weird, right? I don't. So that's one. They're going to do a Night at the Museum reboot or TV show. How about uh how about cheaper by the dozen, Joel? That sounds like a good one, doesn't it? A reboot of the reboot?
0: I'm just I'm just shaking my head. Consistently.
1: And uh finally, what about uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid? You know you want to see more of that franchise, right?
0: Isn't that still a new franchise?
1: Yeah, it just came out. So these these are the, the franchises. So this basically indicates that Disney much like their, their, their slate now is shifting to live action remakes or remakes of existing properties. Like, again, this is sad because we're not going to see movies, for instance, like Ad Astra. Or no, we are going to see Ad Astra. We are going to see that, but in the future, we're not going to see more movies right. from Fox like Ad Astra or, you know, Original Fair, um, whether it's an adaptation of a book or something that's new and different than what we've I seen before. I still can't
0: believe Disney bought 20th Century Fox.
1: And they're going to make fucking Home Alone and like Fox Diary of a Wimpy Kid.
0: A huge fucking studio.
1: No, I know. It's wild, Yeah, yeah. Dude. The Fox Studios, now the Disney Studio. Weird Lock. times, dude.
0: Yeah. Weird times.
1: It's it's a little bit scary, man, because like the top highest grossing, the, I think the five highest grossing movies this year
0: are all Disney movies. Just give me more Avengers and I'm, I'll forget. I'll forget everything else. will forget everything else. I know. Kinda, I'll, forget, I'll, I'll forget you guys are taking over the world if I can get more sweet Marvel movies. It's... It's a little scary, but with that said, that's sort
1: of the idea, so that's part of the reason why a lot of these movies are being canceled, is because they're sort of redirecting their strategy. Yeah. So with that said, Joel, what I do mean, we have? I mean, Fox
0: doesn't have the greatest track record of making good superhero they, they, movies, at least. Made, no,
1: but they've made some good stuff in the yeah, past, oh, obviously. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Fox Searchlight, dude, Fox Searchlight alone has like Don't three me Best Picture know, winners dude. in the last like six years. Fox
0: Searchlight used to be my, my indie wet dream, dude. Yeah, I know. Another, 500 now of another Summer. Another gone
1: fucking... Fuck you, Disney. Uh, fuck you Mizzy, Mickey Mouse. We all and then I'm there here
0: comes here comes the missile and we're dead. And boom. Uh, I think the first huge thing on the list is Assassin's Creed 2 is not happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, we didn't really know not that that I that. give a shit. No, but, but the, I mean, we uh, do we honestly give a shit about most of these movies probably not. No. But it's interesting nonetheless because uh, you know, um, Assassin's Creed was one of those movies that was kind of critically reviled and 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 it didn't really make a lot of money, so I'm surprised that they even had uh, a second one ready to go in the first I'm place. I'm not.
0: It's Fox. They want to do the fucking sequel circle jerk.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, Charlie Chan.
1: Charlie Chan. They dude. were
0: g- going to reboot it with a granddaughter. Yeah, thought that that's, that's cool. And Mike Doherty was supposed
1: to direct that, which I is know. really interesting because I know that he has an affinity for Charlie Chan, if I'm not mistaken. I only know uh, about Charlie
0: Chan because of the Beastie Boys. Of and and Charlie Chan. Chan.
1: I know that's the first thing that's I an- thought. Brass Monkey, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Wherever
0: we go, we're being monkey with us. Dude, you're telling me you're not
1: excited for Boston Strong, yet another Boston bombing movie?
0: Nope. Okay, <laughs> good. Chronicle 2
1: chronicle 2
0: shout out to fuck max landis all it
1: says, right all it says is a sequel to the 2002 found footage telekinetic teen thriller my question is how long has this fucking script been on the shelf did they write this right after the movie came out or is this a recent
0: like development i guarantee you he had the sequel fucking ready and everyone was like you're a piece of shit dude fuck you yeah it's probably been in development for years yeah probably Probably all these years he's been fucking raping people, <laughs> piece of and, shit, and
1: making shitty movies like writing shitty movies like Bright. Yeah, uh, fuck uh, you. So there's another one here that you skipped over: "Children of Blood and Bone," a fantasy adaptation of the famous novel. Discovering uh, uh, her, her forbidden magical powers. The interesting thing here is that you had uh, Rick uh, Famayua of Dope Fame directing that, and uh, that's really interesting to me.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
1: that's that's kind of one of those ones. It's see, it's it's it's. It's even though this is an adaptation, this could have been a whole new interesting franchise that maybe we hadn't seen from a director that's up and coming and interesting. It's stuff like that that kind of like. I'd rather see more of things like Dope from him
0: though than something like that.
1: Absolutely, but you got to do one for them, one for me. Uh, A Mark a
0: Mark Webb movie. Yep. Cold Comfort: A guy tries to get the FBI to track a suspected Russian spy. Doesn't sound very interesting, but I do love Mark Webb.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, What what was that? uh, uh, cold comfort yeah, yeah and then and then even before that too though you have uh, Cochran and Lafarge I've never heard of this but Ken Marino trying to make his directorial debut Whoa, and starring Sasha K- Baron Cohen god I can't talk right now um, so there's that um, departure so here's something I hadn't heard of but it's a Drew Goddard movie. Mm-hmm. That's one that big. A plane big one.
0: crash leaves the passengers wondering if they were drawn together for a reason. That sounds, sounds like, dumb as fuck. That sounds like
1: that movie literally passengers, where it's like they yeah. get yeah.
0: Sounds dumb, but it's Drew Goddard, so it was it was probably going to be good.
1: And that it says it say directed by or written yeah, it does. by. Okay, so he probably didn't written, write that. Um let's see the next biggest the one. The Taika with Td Flash Gordon movie. Flash Gordon is a huge one, man. We're going that that will be a, Disney's
0: a, putting the choker hold on Taika. They're like you can't do anything that's not made by us. Dude, ser- seriously us. like
1: he was supposed to direct um Akira before Love and Thunder came right out and are. apparently Warner Brothers was not happy about that because they were expecting him to make that movie.
0: Disney owns Taika's
1: balls pretty much, dude. Pretty much um let's see we've got uh hitman 2 dude Hitman, man
0: c- shut up no come on dude the
1: sequel to hitman uh not sure if it's a reboot or not but it's the sequel to a- agent 47
0: yeah fuck that sean levy and a uh was supposed to direct a robert downey jr produced movie called how to talk to girls yep there was another sean levy one too that was up there um i can't remember what
1: it is but yeah sean levy Ooh, doing a, the, developing uh, a lot of flocks projects uh, f-
0: Fede Alvarez movie was scrapped, called Ooh. Incognito. A man rats out his bad boss and seeks refuge in witness protection.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. I like Directed Fede and written by Fede.
0: Why would they scrap that after doing so good with Don't Breathe? It's probably well.
1: That's it's not Fox anymore. It's Disney, so they probably don't remember Don't Breathe at all. But
0: but they owned Miramax when they made fucking. Yeah, that's true. Pulp that Diction. seems
1: that's that's one of the ones that I'm like, oh
0: man. Um, Tim Miller was supposed to do one called Influx. Influx. A scientist is imprisoned in a secret gulag that holds the greatest minds on Earth. That sounds wild. That sounds. That sounds like Tim Miller. That sounds wild. <laughs> Holy shit! That sounds like Tim Miller, dude. Uh,
1: and then, of course, another war drama with oh, written and directed David by Ayer. David Ayer. <laughs> fuck David Ayer. He's doing another tank
0: movie, dude. now. did you hear about that? No, he can go. He's. Can it's jerk not off the, the sequel to Fury. It's just another tank movie. He can go jerk off the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Here's what we talked about last podcast: Magic the Gathering. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes, I yes, need, yes. I need to know if this is. The Russo Brothers
1: one or not? It's tough to say. They don't say It's It says written by Brian Cogman, Game of Thrones, mostly earlier seasons, but he s- wrote season two, uh, season eight, episode two, aka the one that people like the most. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty funny. That is pretty um, funny. And then below that, we've heard about this one, but it's, it's officially scrapped. The origin story for John McLean. Thank
0: fucking God. Yo, it was Len Weissman. I know. Huh? He was coming back to direct yeah. after. Yep. Uh, uh, really, really glad that we're not getting a fucking... De-aged Bruce Willis for a John yes, McClane origin story. But
1: to be fair, that was also written by the dudes who wrote the first two Conjuring movies. So eh. yeah, they scrapped the Mega Man movie. Yep. And it, oh, dude, they got rid of Henry Juice and Ariel Schillman. Wow, those are the guys who made Catfish.
0: Yeah, dude, another Drew Goddard movie. Yep. There's a few. Nevermore. Yep. A girl slated to die on her ninth birthday is saved by a mysterious person. That sounds so Drew Goddard. That 100% sounds like sent. Oh, my God. I want that movie, dude. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Dude, are you, t- are you kidding me? I would obviously rather have Play-Doh, the movie, directed by Paul Feig.
0: Yeah, Yo, you just skipped over um, uh, another Max Landis movie, Hyde yeah. Piper. Glad yeah. that shit was scrapped. I hope Max Landis never fucking writes another script again, bro. Yeah, he's gonna have to go under like a fake name and then like put a fake mustache on and hope people don't notice.
1: <laughs> oh God, he's never gonna fucking work again in this industry. Hopefully. Uh, um, oh, they
0: scrapped an Andy Serkis movie. Yep, a retelling Rumble of the Steel Rumble Steel skin. skin. Steel <laughs> Skin,
1: it's called. Uh, so I get it. There's also um, there's also a uh, one above that another Matt Reeves joint, uh, Spring Offensive plot kept under wraps.
0: Eh. Then I um, can't care too much.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have the Argonauts, classic Jason Argonauts remake from yeah. Zach Penn, um, which I'm not really the biggest fan of his writing. But
0: the Heat 2.
1: That's that's <laughs> one. That's another one where it's like, well, that movie came out five years ago. Like they probably commissioned that. Yeah. It's Katie Deploy that wrote that, right? Oh, thank
0: God! Yeah, the Kate... reboot of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Very glad that that's. I'm scrapped. actually
1: not opposed to that, only because the dude who wrote Polar is writing it, it, that Directed Polar yeah, is writing that but so, we don't need another fucking reboot oh sorry no it's the writer um, I, I don't disagree but I mean they should have put that clearly Disney wants reboots they should have put that on their list of shit they're keeping right the Pink Panther
0: reboot has been scrapped thank god yes here's what I want to ask you hmm. they're scrapped from Fox how long until they have them in development Just because they're scrapping the Fox reboot of all these movies does not mean that Disney is is then going to turn around and redevelop them. I don't think they're going
1: to make any of this stuff, to be honest, dude. Like, for instance, The Long Run, it's plot kept under wraps, but written and directed by Drew Pierce. Like, that's. Yeah. Immediately, that excites me because I like Drew Pierce's stuff. Iron Man 3 sucked a dick.
0: But he yes,
1: but that also wasn't.
0: Oh no, his fault. The return of the killer clowns from outer space in 3D, dude.
1: That's the one where I was like, I want to see this. <coughs> oh man, yeah. Who who knew that 30 years later they could make a sequel to uh, 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 right? Killer Clowns from Outer Space?
0: Uh, the Sim- the Sims movie. How the fuck are you gonna make a Sims movie? <sighs> I mean, I guess you're not, but how? How would you have made a Sims movie?
1: I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of like making a Monopoly movie. Like, how do you do that?
0: Right. There's also um, Toy t- Toy Mageddon was going to be a reboot of Small dude, Soldiers. I that's by one fucking Justin, Justin Lin. Lynn, totally
1: in, dude. I I love Small Soldiers so much. I would watch so the much. shit out of that movie. That dude. that movie needs a fucking reboot. That's one of the rare properties, in my opinion, that absolutely Small can, Soldiers is dope. Dude, as fuck. I love that movie so much. It's so great. Um, dude, but
0: Justin Lin would have killed it. Dude. I know that's
1: one that I saw and I was like, damn, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Dude, you're telling me you don't want the, the sweet adaptation of the sweetest fig? No. Nope. A cruel man is given a gift of a delicious fig that holds the power to make dreams come true. So stupid. directed by Paul Fogg. That sounds like a porn title. The sweetest fig.
0: <laughs> uh, the Sandlot prequel was fucking scrapped. Thank I'm not.
1: God. I'm not. They've made like five direct to DVD sequels to yeah. that. So I'm, that was a win.
0: All right, Taylor. How about this contemporary untitled war drama?
1: Well, it's tough the to Carrie. say, but fucking Kerry Fukunaga, man. Kerry Fukunaga doing a war drama. How could you say no? And, and the guy's you, making a fucking Bond movie right now. Come how on. could
0: you say to the? How could you say no to the one underneath that? A bank heist thriller by Matt Reeves. <sighs> what the fuck? How do you say? How do you say no to these things? Well, was wrong? I with mean, you? to
1: be fair, Matt Reeves um, is making the Batman right now, but. I would eat that shit up especially because uh Matt Reeves I don't believe has worked for Disney yet. I would I, if if I was Disney I'd be like what do we need to do to develop the script to get it fucking greenlit to get yeah. it in
0: production. Uh and then the fucking the fucking McDonald's Monopoly movie. Yep. Which is ben, we've heard about this but Here's Ben thing, Affleck. When I, I heard Monopoly he when I heard Monopoly I thought it was like the game. Yeah. But it's apparently about the true story of the head of security for McDonald's monopoly like like the there was a scandal game yep stealing the winning tickets and selling them to the highest bidder yep i did not know that that what it was gonna i thought it was gonna be some kind of a read like like a fucking the board game you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the lego movie but for monopoly um this sounds much more interesting
1: yeah absolutely
0: um you also have uh,
1: a Jim Carrey movie in here somewhere that we missed. I don't know where it's at, but there was a Jim Carrey movie in development. Um, and then the, uh, but the McDonald's board game uh, sounds, that sounds like a, like another Argo. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that sounds like I it mean, could be a really, been athletic, so. a really fascinating, uh, like real life, uh, real life retelling of that story because yeah. people have heard of That's, that's folklore in a certain respect. Remember when that guy cheated on the Monat Like, I remember that, and so to see that um, uh, you know brought to life on the screen could be very, very interesting. So it's yeah. kind of sad that we're not seeing that anymore. That maybe could have even been Disney, one of Disney's like uh, Oscar Beatty movies down the year, down down the line in a few years. So
0: it then says that there are five Ridley Scott movies, ten yeah. Sean Levy so, movies. So these
1: are these are movies they're producing with no writers or directors right.
0: attached. Five Ridley Scott movies, ten Sean Levy movies, five Paul Feig movies. 3 Matt Reeves movies, yep. 1 Jonah Hill movie, Which is 1 Peter Farrelly movie, and 1 Russo Brothers movie. Which
1: makes me think that that magic might have been that Russo
0: unless it's their 20, magic one. That's not true. Not the one that they've scrapped from Fox. Yeah. Right. Did you hear
1: that speaking of the Russo brothers, did you hear that 21 Bridges got moved again? Apparently it got it got repositioned got moved again? I guess. To win. I don't know. Fuck. I don't remember.
0: Let me just watch it. Jesus. I know, Christ. right? That's
1: like fuck um so yeah there's a lot of stuff in here man there's there's a lot of uh there's a a lot of stuff that could have been really really fucking bad sean levy and paul Feig got fucked hard big time they got fucked in this uh but that's that's the
0: business dude you always have multiple projects in
1: development for that reason
0: i mean yeah absolutely but i would say out of this entire merger they're the ones that got boned the hardest probably definitely i mean aside from fox in general yeah
1: yeah, it's 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 kind of unfortunate because, like I said, there there, there would have been a lot of good stuff. Um, but just to just to recap, I guess, uh, scrap movies include Magic the Gathering, a Sims movie, the monopoly, uh, the Monopoly True Story, of course, uh, uh, Chronicle, Sandlot, Black. Uh, I was gonna say Black Panther, Pink, Pink Panther, L X G. For those of you who've seen the original, League of Extraordinary L X G. That's the that's that's so what they stupid. use in the title, dude. L X G, man. Uh, you also have the Flash Gordon reboot, which I think is maybe the most uh, like the project that got scrapped that I didn't know I needed the most because only because of Taika Waititi doing Flash Gordon like that's a match made in heaven.
0: Disney has slapped the chains on Taika.
1: Yep. And then you have, of course, the Sasha Baron Cohen and Jim Carrey stuff. You have uh, two projects by Matt Reeves, the Drew Goddard stuff, uh, Tim Miller, David Ayer, Jason Segel, Kerry Fukunaga as well, and all sprinkled in between with, quote-unquote, a shitload of Sean Levy and Paul Feig stuff.
0: (laughs) I think that the Drew Goddard stuff is what hurts me the most. Yeah, especially because he's had so much trouble getting movies made, dude. He's had the worst, like... More people need to witness his talents, and he needs to make more movies. It's very unfortunate that these are the ones that had to be scrapped. Yep. But that just leaves more room, I guess, for him and Disney in the future, right? I don't know. Hopefully, yeah.
1: There, there's a lot of stuff, man. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the list, and it's a huge fucking list. Um, and the one we read was just the summary of like the major stuff. Yeah, that we wasn't even us, every the the low level indie shit that was being developed we, or anything like we
0: that. We got this uh, list off of a Reddit article. Mm-hmm. We can share it in the Age of the dot com post. Yeah, we'll definitely link it in the show um, notes. Yeah, we'll we'll link it in the show notes. I'm not sure there's a way to do it on the. Apple Podcast. If you put it if
1: you put it in the um in the shout engine description, it'll pop up there. All right. It'll just be in, in the description. In
0: you can check it out. There's a lot of fucking movies. Yep. Um it's an interesting time to live in the world of Disney.
1: Yeah, we don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, obviously this is gonna be their biggest monetary year ever with the acquisition and the billion dollar movies and all that stuff, and it's it's just a it's the the, the game is changing. You know what I mean? We're we're in that moment in Hollywood right now where the landscape is is changing right before our eyes you know and in five years things are going to be much different than they are now so yeah Uh,
0: as a little outro topic let's talk about this uh this new information that the disney plus hulu espn Mm, bundle is going to be 12.99 i
1: that's a great fucking bundle i'm eating that shit up day one dude day one
0: do you think a lot of people are going to be turned off because look their espn plus series is bombing it's not it's not doing well i don't really care about is this a reason to shove this down people's throat I, no, I think it's I think it's a bon
1: I look at it as a bonus. I'm I'm gonna use I'm a sports fan, so I will watch some
0: stuff on there. Oh, I'm hyped about it. Totally. But I feel like it's but for me it's, it's again, a ploy to make people have something that they don't want, just like a cable company.
1: True. That it does feel a little bit like that. I again I'm a sports fan, so I'll use it if I use it. But like you can you can get Hulu and Disney Plus by itself without the bundle. But for me the bundle makes sense because I like all three of those things. Even if one of the one of the, the the apps is is shitty or the interface sucks yeah. or whatever like I'm still I already have Hulu so like why not bundle it with Disney plus and like yeah. just make it a thing so for me it it makes sense I could see what other people might be turned off um by it but yeah no I mean 1299 that's that's done yeah uh, that's I think it's no question I
0: think, I think it's a great deal yeah I've just been hearing a lot of arguments out there at how it's like oh it's just becoming the cable companies again we don't need this bullshit. I mean that's what I, that's what's happening yeah
1: fucking thanks a lot FCC was it FCC or it's the, uh, what's the, um,
0: yeah, fucking... I know what you're talking about. The, 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 no, we can't, uh, it's the, uh, uh, what's, what's the fucker's name? The, uh, <laughs> the your Ajit favorite, guy. your favorite guy better. The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah killed the net
1: neutrality. Yes. Net, net neutrality. That took us a while. Yeah. We got it. We're smart. Bear with us, everybody. It's okay.
0: All, All right. I mean, that's the again, end of the podcast. Straight. Taylor. Uh, we talked a lot about your end,
1: Avengers Endgame review. Yep. You can, of course, find that at SuperRiot.com. You can find all my stuff uh, on Twitter, otherwise, at Taylor Salen. You can find this podcast on AgeOfTheNerd.com. And make sure to check out my endgame review as well as my Iron Man Blue review, which should be up by the time this is. Yeah, since we, you know, this
0: is from the
1: past. Hey, the Gringo. <laughs> uh,
0: as always, I'm the LA Nerd. You can find me all over the internet Instagram, Twitter, YouTube with I'm the LA Nerd. Um, we have been asking you guys to talk to us, talk to us. Send me if I can de- slide into my DMs, baby. Let's talk,
1: we, we baby. Not like we that. know. I know. We know you fools are out there. We know you guys are listening. Show us, tell us, let us hear what you guys are
0: thinking. We want to know. Taylor, have you thought that maybe this is just a perfect podcast and there is no criticism? Well, it's not People even don't criticism. have. People have, to tell us. people have opinions on movies like
1: that aren't ours. Like, even if it's not a criticism, like let us know what you think about the latest movie. What did you think about the boys? Are you excited for Euphoria? Are you excited for House of X? Like, any of these things, let us know what you think. We want to hear from you guys. I would we want, love we want, to, want have, to
0: interact. I would love to have an in-depth conversation about House and Powers of X. So That'd be dope. To, I, I, to be honest,
1: I'm actually like, considering picking it up. Part of me wants to wait till the, till it's done though, like dude, get just get the trade. You I know mean, what I you're mean? gonna
0: wait till it's done, and then I can't talk to you about it. I know. You're fucking <laughs> late. That's the problem. Yeah. I know.
1: We'll see. I might I might go to my local comic shop shop and start my first subscription. Hey, but. there you go, buddy. Do it. We'll see. All
0: right, everybody. You should do the same. Read comics. Support comics. I love it. Love nerds.